please. In exactly 15 seconds, we'll be on the air. everyone for your patience. The DFM show is beginning now. Enjoy the show. All right, welcome. Welcome everyone to the Turd Flingy Monkey show. I am your host Turd Flingy Monkey. Joining me today is another MGTOW YouTuber with three uh, three words in his name. Hey guys, it's uh, Happy Humble Hermit. Good to be here with you guys tonight. Yes. So, uh, let's talk about that 10-minute intro that I, I, re I remade. The reason why I got rid of the old one was because it was promoting Gab. Oh, a uh, quick update on Gab. They just got dumped by PayPal. For no reason. Because PayPal... I guess because there was a shooter who shot up a synagogue. Um, and he wasn't a... a dem he was a Democrat, so they couldn't blame Trump. So they're, they're blaming Gab. So Gab shut or paypal shut down gab's payment processor so they can't get paid anymore and normally i'd be really upset i'd be shaking my fist in the air but fuck them because they kicked all the lollycon off their website and they specifically cited that uh you know freedom of association we don't want to be associated with you well now paypal did the same thing to you so get fucked Anyway, okay. It's a very scary precedent they're, they're setting, you know, with removing people off payment platforms. Um, I agree. I agree. I don't really see where this ends because you're right that Gab is um, basically like an alt-right social media platform. But, I mean, once you start there, then anyone associated with doing bad acts can then uh, deplatform the social media platforms so if if anyone attempts to make a new gab then as soon as they attract an audience that then commits some kind of crime then that platform is destroyed by its own audience yeah this is going unfortunately this has become a government problem because here's the thing prior to paypal and stripe getting involved this could be solved at the individual like the market could fix this so if facebook and youtube and twitter want to ban people for wrong think then the right or whoever can create their own platform and they could tell them to go fuck themselves. And that's exactly what was happening. You have BitChute, you have Minds, you have Gab, you had VidMe, but VidMe's gone. Now Gab is probably going to be going gone too. Um, so that was fine. But then the payment processors got involved, started deplatforming. Uh, like Stripe deplatformed BitChute, they deplatformed Gab, they deplatformed. Remember Maker Support? They were going to be an alternative to Patreon. They got deplatformed by Stripe as well. And now they were the first one. And then PayPal recently, I think in the last couple months, updated the terms of service and 
to add hate speech and shit. They didn't have that before. And the, one of the first things they did after updating the terms of service is they deplatformed Milo Yiannopoulos. But it goes beyond that because uh, there was a guy, there's a guy on the right, I can't remember his name, but he had his own website, his own everything. He had everything, he owned everything. MasterCard deplatformed him. Like he had his own payment processor and then MasterCard. So it's like this goes all the way up to the highest levels of banking and finance. So unfortunately, unlike, like BitChute is like one guy. His name is Ray and he lives in Asia. And he, he like created BitChute. So creating a social media platform isn't hard, but creating a payment processor, you can't do that in your basement. You need like a really large company. You need a shit ton of money because there's a lot of government regulation you have to abide by. So unfortunately, this is now a government problem. We're going to have to pass a law. And the thing is, is, you know, if you have a, a social media platform, I can understand. If you don't want certain kinds of content on your website, you can put that in your terms of service. And people who want to be on your website have to abide by that terms of service. I would like terms of service that were clear and consistently enforced. Not this bullshit like, you know, oh, this is spam, even though it's not. Or this is, you know, like, or we're only, we're only going to enforce hate speech for certain people we don't like, but we're going to allow hate speech over here. That's bullshit. And if you're going to have a hate speech provision, it needs to be consistently enforced for both sides of the political aisle. But if you want to have a hate speech provision in your terms of service, fine. Now, with social media platforms, I can understand it because if you let people post stuff on your website, that reflects on your website. Like, there's a reason why I don't go to Tumblr because of the shit that's at Tumblr and, like, DeviantArt, you know? Like, certain websites gain a reputation based on the user base. Like, like 4chan's probably the best example. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I'm interrupting you this early in the stream. Love ya, you little monkey fucker. Horny talking monkeys with vicious pimp hands are my spirit animal. Yeehaw. Oh, the alert box is all... It's like not displaying correctly. Don't know what happened with that. Sorry about that. But thank you for interrupting. Oh, uh, the Celestina comments have been raised to seven fifty from $5. I made that clear on Wednesday, but just in case, uh, for anyone new who wasn't here on Wednesday... Uh, Celestina comments are now 750 to try to cut down on the just the continuous distractions. Anyway, uh, so I can understand social media platforms wanting to keep their website to maintain a certain image to, to kick certain people off like porn, hate speech, what have you. I can understand that. Payment processors. What? How? Like you're just tra you're just facilitating a financial transaction unless it's illegal. Bake the fucking cake. You're just processing a payment. It doesn't reflect on you. Like, people have to do business. Imagine, like, if your phone company dropped you and cut your phone line because you well, said something on game. social... Right, you just like, completely... Because, yeah, if a law doesn't get passed, it's going to be, like, the Chinese social credit scoring system. You know, right. I've... um, I don't know the exact story of this, but there is some case in Sweden where a guy left a comment about their immigration policies and they doxed that guy on the social media platform and got him fired from his job. So if you have that in Sweden, that mindset, and then you have the system that the Chinese have with the social credit scoring system, then it's not just the platforms. Now it's anyone on those platforms gets targeted and then they get their payment um, processors uh, removed from their personal lives. So then imagine like, oh, you comment on MGTOW 
forums oh you comment on the donald subreddit then they just remove your paypal account or something like that that's the end goal for these people if a law right. doesn't get passed well yeah and they're also they're trying now this is going to happen in europe europe is fucked uh, but yeah they're, they're getting rid of internet anonymity and they're trying to do this they always use porn and children as the fucking thing so that they passed a law in the uk to force people to basically log into porn using their oh, hold on this payment processor thing will end when you praise Satan and get a RF chip in your right hand or forehead like the Bible says none shall buy or sell without the mark of the beast. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, I can I agree with that. There's a lot of um parables in the Bible that has some relevance today. Um I think it was Sweden actually that just had like this big push for pu people putting chips for their employers into their bodies. So, I mean, it is the Bible likes people take it too far sometimes, but it has nice little stories in it that are relevant today because I totally see this happening. I mean, but your smartphone is your government can already track you with a smartphone. Like if you have any smart device on your body, you might as well be wearing a having a chip in your hand or something like that. It's all the same thing. Yeah, but but whatever. So, yeah, this is gonna, a law is going to have to get passed. Uh the standard should be I like again if you're posting something on someone's site and it could affect their reputation, that th those sites have a right to deny, you know, in the terms of service, we don't want this kind of content on our site because it reflects on us. But if you're uh, like behind the scenes service, like processing payments, unless they're doing something illegal, bake the fucking cake. You don't like if they're not doing anything illegal. Go fuck yourself. And the worst part is people who like. Uh, if you sell anything having to do with sex or porn or anything like that, it's a real pain in the ass. Or I remember we had an old sponsor called uh, Anchors Away. The guy sold uh, he sold vape oil or uh, vape liquid, whatever you want to call it. It was a pain in the fucking ass to find someone who would process the payments on his website. Because all these companies are like, oh no, we don't do tobacco products. Oh, we don't do adult products. We don't do this. We don't do that. So it's so these people got to pay through the ass, and then they have to pass those costs onto their customers. It's like just bake the fucking cake. Tobacco products and, and adult products are perfectly legal. Go fuck yourself. You're you're like this doesn't reflect on your company. You're just processing a payment. This is stupid. It doesn't. No, nobody is going to be like, did you hear that Visa? There are people who buy tobacco products and have a visa in their wallet. Did you know that? I'm not, I'm never going to do bins with visa again. Who, who fucking cares? That's like people saying like, oh, fucking Trump breathes there and Hitler breathes there. Coincidence? It's like, yeah, like everybody has to do business. Everybody has to have some kind of debit or credit card to do business online. Everybody has to, you know, have a internet service. You see, you can't just ban people for doing legal shit. So unfortunately, now I'm, I've heard the you know word through the grapevine is the Republicans are going to be dealing with this after the midterms. So you know, knock on wood. Hopefully, that goes. And also, uh, there's a case going to the Supreme Court very soon that has to do with Twitter banning someone, and that's actually for parents has been going on long enough. It's actually worked its way all the way through the court system and is now going to be heard by the Supreme Court. So if the Republicans don't pass a law, the Supreme Court might just issue an edict and say that these companies are violating the First Amendment. Either way, I don't care. Something has to be done. 
So there we go. Are you there? I just want to make sure like I'm not talking to myself. Yeah. Okay. Everyone's here. Well, sometimes I get, sometimes I get sent to the the quiet room, and I never know. So it's crazy. Anyway, okay. The ten minute countdown video was made in a program called Honey Select Unlimited, which is a straight up hentai game. And I found it. I was looking for what I wanted to do because you know uh, Mai from Dead or Alive Five. She's like a yeah, DLC character. Yeah, see, she kind of reminds me a little bit of Celestina. So I was going to look for, you know, how there's MMD, which is like you look, you make little anime girls dance. I was going to look for like some kind of dance with my some my, someone who used a my model to make her dance, and I was going to use that. And so I saw this video called My Mamba. And it blew my mind. And then at the end of the video, it said this this was created using Honey Select. And I'm like, I have to get this program. And so it was super cheap. It was like $60. Like 3D modeling software costs hundreds of dollars. It's a straight up hentai game. And it has this crazy elaborate character creator. And so people can, um, they can create like replicas of video game characters to be used in the game. You, like, people actually mod the game and you can import them, but you can also just straight up create them using the, the character creator because there's so many options. There's like a hundred different lever, levers you can pull. So I was able to recreate Celestina. Right, I'm echoing off of someone. Someone needs to put on their headphones or get their finger off the push to talk button. Anyway, so um, I, I recreated Celestina. And it has built-in animations. Like, you can have her hold a pose where she'll kind of just sit there and blink. And, you know, like you can see her kind of, you know, like a real person kind of moves naturally while they're standing in one place. So that's what I created the, the new 10-minute intro with. And there's like, now, it, like I said, it's a hentai game. So there's like a shit ton of sexual positions and stuff you can do in the game too. So you could like create your waifu in the game and then... You know, take it, your imagination can take it from there. And it's like, it's better than most 3D, like I actually paid a guy to make a 3D model of Celestina and he had to buy a bunch of new assets because they didn't have them in his program. He had to go to like a, a shop and buy these assets. And then the final product, it was good, but it, 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 it didn't look like Celestina. Just something, it was something that was off about it. And I paid that guy like three figures to do this 3D modeling. And then I was able to use a hentai game and create like a, well, well I think it looks really good. I, I wouldn't yeah, know I think it perfect. looks good. I just watched the trailer before the stream started and I saw that it has like dialogue boxes for the girls. And it, I mean, I don't know what the program is yet, but it looks like you can make like better visual novels. Oh yeah. You know, no, it, the anime visual novels. Now you could have 3D ones. Well, it has a, no, what it is, it's, it's a legitimate visual novel hentai game where you talk to the girls, they have personalities, you, and you have to, you know, the little mini games where you hit the button and her pleasure meter goes up and shit like that? Yeah. That's, all, that's all in the game. But once you create your character for the game, there's a separate program called Honey Select Studio where you can basically take those models and then you could just play with them. It's kind of like a, like a level maker. But So there's no gameplay in the studio, but you can make them dance, you can put them in different positions, and you have you have a free camera. So that's what I use the studio to make the intro. But yeah, there's an actual, there's a whole game, and there's voices, and there's like gameplay. So, I mean, it's $60, so if you're into like 3D modeling and animation, 
it, I can't think of a better deal. And plus, you get a, basically it's a a great three D modeling program with animation. You can make the girls dance and stuff. And it also has a fully fleshed out hentai game on top of it. So yeah, don't look it up if you're at work. But if you're not at work, and what I just said interests you, it's called Honey Select uh, Unlimited. It's from Faku, which is like a hentai place. All right, there we go. So, is that, is that what you're, you're ready for the first cast? Oh, you're roboting. Probably because you're on a... He's, a, he's asking if you want to um, introduce the first guest. Um, well, okay. Well, it's a little early for the guest. Um, let's answer a few questions. And then we'll, we'll take the first guest in, a, in like five minutes. So, our first question... Uh, did you hear about Trump attacking the Federal Reserve? Yeah, but the Federal Reserve, I've explained this a couple times, the Federal Reserve is a magic trick. Uh, the voters want free stuff. They don't want their taxes raised. They don't want spending cut. So the only way to pay for spending, if people don't want their taxes raised, is to cause inflation. But if the government just openly printed money, the economy would collapse. So the Fed is a magic trick to fool stupid people into thinking they're getting something for free. So it's not going to go anywhere. Sorry to interrupt, but I like to know what you think of investment apps like Robinhood, Acorns, and Stash. <laughs> yeah, they're fine. Here's the thing. Um, well, shit, I'm going to dox myself if I say that. Um, hmm, how do I phrase this? Uh, I'll, just, I'll just tell you the point without explaining how I know this. Uh, men do not seek out the help of competent investment professionals. They always, it's like a man thing. It's like how men don't ask for directions. Men think they know how to do shit when they fucking don't. So men will buy, they'll, they'll go into fucking day trading and they'll buy individual stocks and then they'll be like, oh, check out my portfolio. And they own, they own like five stocks. It's like, where's your diversity? You own like five blue chip stocks. And they're like, oh, but I, I, I read a book. I know what I'm doing. And then they're bankrupt. And they're like, oh, fucking brokers ripped me off. Like, no, you're, you're fucking stupid. You don't know what you're doing. Investing, investing, like knowing how to invest takes, it takes more than reading a book or watching a fucking news program. So just, this is why actually I've done studies where women actually get better investment results than men and the reason why is due solely to the fact that women are more likely to seek out the help of a professional whereas men are like i could do it myself i'm a manly man my cock is too thick and then they lose all their money or they put it on bitcoin and they lose their money it's so uh, anyway i said all that to say this these these kind of do-it-yourself apps are designed to appeal to those people so there's nothing wrong with those apps those apps do exactly what they advertise. They allow you to buy, sell, and trade investments. Ask yourself, do you know what the fuck you're doing? If the answer is no, do not download this app. Seek out the help of a professional who knows what they're talking about. Or at least pick up a book. Read about Not just one book. Like Take a couple years out of your life and learn how money works and learn how investments work. Maybe even pick up like a, a series six or a series seven like manual. Don't like don't get your license or anything, but just you know get the materials so that you know what the fuck you're like. You know what you're doing. 
If you know what you're doing, yeah, it's great. But if you don't know what you're doing, you're going to go bankrupt. Hey, TFM, what are your thoughts on anarcho-capitalism? Eva been seeing this trend lately? Yeah, um, anarcho-capitalism, I... Man, I don't know why my voice is cracking. It's crazy. Uh, anarcho-capitalism is perfectly moral and ethical in theory. And it's actually, it's almost like the mere opposite of uh, theoretical communism or ANCOM. They're both, both of them, there's no government. And in anarcho-communism, everybody's sharing and working for free. In anarcho-capitalism, everybody's cooperating through a free market. But both are flawed and utopian. And for the same reason, it's because of human nature. In the same, for the same reasons that communism doesn't work people try to implement this utopian system and because of human nature it turns into a dystopian nightmare what happened with anarcho-capitalism if it was ever tried to be implemented uh it would just devolve into like feudalism and then it would get conquered and i can go into the details why i've actually talked to mr dapperton i'm actually friends with mr dapperton um he's like a big ancap I, like i i'm a minarchist libertarian the only reason why I'm not an ANCAP, because in principle, they're correct. The problem is it doesn't work in reality. So as long as you're only talking about theories and principles, yeah, anarcho-capitalism all the way. But once you actually have to implement something in the real world, you have, you know, you're going to have to, like, the way I can explain it is I always put reality first. I look at the outcome because principles and morals and, and uh, ethics, these are all subjective, but outcomes and results are always objective. So I put the outcome first, and I put the principle and the ethics and the moral second. And so this is where a lot of people disagree with me, because they put their morals and ethics first, and they put the results second. But I just shrug my shoulders, and I don't know what to tell them. Uh, we have different moral systems, and that's okay. But you, you're not going to convince me. I'm not going to convince you. Nobody's right or wrong, because morals are subjective, and there's no point arguing about it. All right, so we answered one question, and then we had a bunch of Celestina comments. All right, uh, go ahead and let's bring on the first guest. All right, the first guest and only guest is uh, Yened Trevor, and this is a follow-up to a previous appearance on the show. He wants to talk about the current state of marriage and divorce in Korea. All right. But there's more you want to talk about. <laughs> you also want to talk about how Trevor... Right. Resistance is futile. Uh, okay, Yen and Trevor, go ahead, man. <laughs> You're on stage. But... Uh, good evening. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Welcome to the show. All right. Thanks for having me back on. Uh, basically, to start six years ago, I first moved to Korea. And then I moved back to New York for three years, and then I just came back here. So everything I'm going to talk about is over a six-year period. Okay. Oh, um, you see, you cut out. Don't let go of the push to talk button until you're actually done talking. All right. Uh, so basically, when I first moved here six years ago, it's everything traditional conservatives told you is great about Asian nations. Uh, we had a situation here where men were getting their kids in divorce court. The father always got custody 100% uh, of the time. Um, there was no real no-fault divorce. People had to have a reason to get divorced. Right, but that 
I mean, the UK had fault divorce until this year. It didn't make a difference. I mean, it's good that fathers were actually getting custody of their kids, though. That's that's actually significant. Yep. And then fast forward to three years ago when I moved back to New York, uh, feminism had gotten rolling here. Uh, it became common practice that shared custody became the uh, law of the land. So my friend ended up getting divorced from his Korean wife, for example, and they ended up splitting custody on their children. Hmm. So and now, um, fast. do you know what triggered it? Was it just uh, South Korea just becoming more wealthy and more westernized and uh, the women getting more educated? Is there something you could point to that like caused this this downward slide? Uh, I would put it to, you know, the president who just got uh, arrested for all sorts of corruption and scandals in uh, North or South Korea. I do not. I, I don't, I'm not an expert on South Korean politics. I barely keep I made up with American video, politics. I made a video about this. One of my first videos, she, um, she got like impeached out of office because she was, um, corrupt and taking money. She, she was not only taking money, but she was part of um, a large feminist weird cult group where she was giving the legislative papers to her friends from this cult who would edit it for her before she sent it back to Parliament signed. So she had, like, she had a, there was an actual deep state. There's like a feminist deep state of unelected women controlling, like, passing laws who weren't accountable to anyone. Yeah, correct. So she was sending back the bills that they had edited for the feminists back to the parliament for its final verification, and then it would get verified. And then we had this slide from men always having custody mm. to shared custody, but it gets worse. Now, three years later, I finally come back here, and my friend that had got multiple of my friends who had gotten shared custody, now the woman has complete custody, and they're seeing their kids like one weekend a month. Ooh, that's rough. What, what, what happened? How did... Were the guys just asleep at the wheel? Did they just like, hey, it, you know, it's fucking the current year we have to elect a woman? Yeah, so that happened, and then this woman got impeached, and for reference, every current former president of South Korea is now serving jail time for some sort of corruption or another. So it's five former presidents who are all in prison in South Korea. Ooh, that's a man. It's like that meme. There's, you can fit so much corruption in this thing. Uh, so the president replaced him. He's a really progressive guy. He wants peace with the North. He doesn't think nuclear war, or any confrontations, ever going to happen between communism and liberal democracy. And he's just, you know, he's basically kind of a Trudeau-esque figure uh, who's now in charge of South Korea. Oh, oh, that's that's no good. I mean, you're lucky that Trump uh, is kind of smoothing things over with North Korea, or that would end very badly. Yeah, yeah. If if <laughs> if there wasn't a strong man involved in the negotiations, and this president was just like, "Yes, give it all to me. Let me bend over real quick." Huh. Hmm. Man. So, um, wow. Well, Korea is. Um... Someone in chat just called it Kukria, and I agree with that because they have uh, mandatory conscription for the men, but not the women. And then they complain that um, men aren't in the uh, part-time job industry, 
But then as an employer, like think as an employer, you're going to hire a man, you know, who has to join the military as a teenager for, for a part time job. Or you're going to hire the woman who can stay and then transition into a full time position. So there's a bunch of double standards they have in that country. And I believe they, uh, they banned porn or they're very restrictive on it um, because they have their own like Internet browser, which filters out a lot of um sites that aren't pre-approved by the chinese government i mean the korea south korean government yeah so they it's not not just their browser it's all browsers and you can access uh soft porn porn and softcore porn is actually on tv here there's like 10 channels but there's no penis and vagina basically like all the boobs and butts are there but the real action is censored okay so Okay, this is this is interesting because usually Asia, their problem isn't feminism; it's traditionalism. Like what's going, you know, China and Japan. The reason why the you know you have the herbivore men and the hikikomori is because of the extreme traditionalism. Not necessarily; they don't really have a feminist movement per se. But South Korea sounds interesting, almost unique in a way that they actually have a legit no shit. They had a feminist president. That was like corrupt as shit and had like her little fucking sisterhood of the traveling pants writing the laws of the country. Yeah, now they basically become like Asian Canada. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, so you, you mentioned like uh, it being kind of cons- uh, a traditional conservative lifestyle. And uh, the traditional conservatives, um, so they've given up on Korean women. There are like three ways mm-hmm. men have reacted to this. Either they're like, well, it's the way it is now. I'll still marry Korean. Some have gone like MGTOW or Grass Eater, uh, depending on how you want to view it. And then the traditional conservatives are like, wait, I'll just import my wife from Thailand or I'll import my wife from Laos or I'll import my wife from China. Uh, Because they have that same fake belief that Americans have of like, oh, if I import this Chinese wife or this Laos wife, she's going to just bring her traditionalism with her and she's going to stay that way. Right. Like uh, you hear about Richard Spencer. The fucking white nationalist guy, with his oh yeah, East, Asian women yeah. are a- Asian women are, are part of the white nationalism, obviously because they're well, no, so well, no, no, not this is tangentially related. So Richard Spencer, he's the big white nationalist guy, and his soon-to-be ex-wife is from Eastern Europe, and you know how the big like the Eastern Europe women like they're so woke and they're so red pilled and they're so tr- traditional. He's getting divorce raped. And she's she's falsely accusing him of, of domestic violence, the whole nine yards. So yeah, your little Eastern European white queens, nope. Your Far Eastern, you know, Nawaltz, nope. It's all bullshit. If she breathes, yeah, she's a thought. Yeah, your Southeast Asian Nawalt doesn't exist. Sorry for all the listeners who thought they were gonna escape to Thailand and get a wife and have the perfect traditional marriage. It's it's not that. Uh, so, because of this want for uh, Thai wives and stuff, uh, basically people voted to expand the amount of visas that could be put out for certain jobs. So, I left three years ago, came back uh, two months ago, and the number of Thai massage parlors and Chinese massage parlors has like more than subtupled. They're everywhere. Thai food is delicious, though. Well, Thai food, Thai massage parlors. So basically, they'll come Wait, here on. So a I've never, board. I've never had a Thai massage. What is a Thai massage? How does it differ from a, the generic Asian massage? Is there a difference? 
Uh, time massage is a lot more brutal, is how I would put it. Okay. Thank you for your support on Patreon, Keegan. Do they, like, rub hot spices on your dick when they give you a happy ending? <laughs> well, actually, I haven't gotten a happy ending at any of the places here, so I'm not sure about the spices, but... Uh, you basically have to wear a shirt and pants while you're getting the massage because the amount of pressure they're putting and the amount of friction, if they did it directly on your skin, uh, would be really bad for you. Oh, um, okay. So they basically just beat the shit out of your back for a good hour. Uh, <laughs> and it's a very good deep tissue massage, but it's not a good relaxing massage. <laughs> okay, there you go. So it's like a shiatsu massage type of Well, I guess, yeah, interesting. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting how no matter where you go in the world, men seem to default to the same tactics. They either, you know, bury their head in their sand and just just take the shitty deal no matter what it is. Or they, they look, they buy into the bullshit that the Nawaltz are out there. Or they just say, fuck it. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I, I advocate well, the third option. A lot of them... A lot of them say fuck it and kill themselves. I think South Korea has the highest suicide rate, second highest behind Japan over there. Um, I don't know if you can back that up, guest, but a lot of the young men are just killing themselves because they're pressured into this cycle of um, rigorous school and then like basically almost the same work culture as Japan where you just slave away with ridiculous hours in jobs you hate and then they realize and they say you know i'm not even doing this for a woman because no one wants to pair up anymore because as you saw earlier this year they revealed that the birth rate for south korea dropped even further so it's um you know oh, yeah i think south korea is a great test case for the for the west i think they have the lowest fertility rate in the world if i'm not mistaken yeah, i think it is yeah like nobody's yeah, having so... babies in south korea uh, in 1966, the average house size in Korea was 4.7. Uh, now in 2018, the average house size is 2.7, which means most couples are having one or zero kids. Right. If there's if there's even couples at all. Because it, what they're doing is they're just dividing it by the population. You could have an equal number of single men and women. Doesn't, and here's what pisses me off about, I mean, whether it's trad cons or whether it's feminists. Feminists seem to be pretty sex positive, though, so I'm going to lay this at the feet of the trad cons. Banning porn does nothing. It's not men who are not, like, women are the gatekeepers of reproduction. If, like, you could, it's so dumb. One man can reproduce with many women. If women want to have babies, they will have babies. Banning porn and punishing men, I know why you're doing it, it's because you worship women, but it, it doesn't solve the problem. Like, you need to address the actual problem. The actual problem is women having careers and going to school. That's it. And what's crazy is they're like, well, women have to work because if they didn't work, uh, you know, families, you need two incomes to raise a family these days. That's only because you've doubled the labor force. When you double the supply of something without increasing demand, you cut the wages in half. If women didn't work, wages would double and men would be able to support their families again. But it's worse in Korea because the women have a head start in the workplace because all of them are forced into the military. So, you know, not only do you have to compete with women in the workplace, but now you're put at a further disadvantage of trying to play catch up, which yeah. is ridiculous to put on the burden of that plus schooling and, and career 
onto those kids, onto those young men in South Korea. Yeah, that yeah. Uh, you you meant. Sorry, it, go uh, ahead. You you had mentioned the suicide rate earlier of men here, and part of that is the military service too. And like you said, it's like the way the law works here. Uh, they have a six-year window or so where they have to go start their two years. So they can go to university and then do military or do military first. It's up to them. But let's say I go to school first and I just start, I'm trying to like set up my life and start a job and shit. And I have to interrupt the like starting stages for this two-year break to go to the military. And like you said earlier, uh, employers are going to be like, oh, this guy might not be here for two years. And not only is it that bad, but the employers, if you work for them before you join the military, when you get out of the military, they have to give you your job back. So that it's it's kind of like maternity leave uh, in, in countries that have that, but like a two-year window where like you're kind of their employee, but you're not working, but they have to keep in mind that you're going to be back in 24 months being like, hey, where's my job? Right. So you can't replace them because then you're going to have this extra person in two years. So here's what they need to do. I'm going to solve South Korean's problems. One, get rid of conscription. Um, replace it with uh, all men have to sign up for the reserves, and they have to, you know like like uh, like the army reserve, the national guard. They have to drill like one weekend a month, two weeks a year, which is it's interrupting, but two weeks is two weeks. It's better than two years. But you make sure that these men are still ready to fight. They still show up and drill and and you know do all their stuff. But don't make them like unless there's a war going on. It's dumb. And yeah, and, and as far as women, they need to, if you want to have a society in 50 years, women need to start having kids. Welfare doesn't work. Maternity leave, all, like, all, the feminist answer is, oh, we need, women need more maternity leave. Women need, you know what's fucked up? Uh, there's an article, I'm kind of spoiling this for next week's 420. There's an article. So, feminism cried um, that uh, women need more maternity leave. And so this country extended maternity leave. And now women are complaining about the wage gap. It's like, yes, you wanted more time off. You're going to get paid less. No, oh, that's not fair. It's, but it's so fucking annoying. So, look, stop giving women maternity leave. Stop giving them shit. Kick them out of the workforce. And they will have babies. It's like magic. It, it works every time. It has a 100% success rate. And it's literally the only thing that works. Nothing else has been proven to work other than that. Or yep, South Korea will die and then get replaced by either North Korea or one of these other Asian countries. Because, like, they're a rich country. They have shit to steal. These other countries aren't just going to sit around with their thumb up their ass. So, you know what? The fucking hey. shit or get off the pot, Korea. Yeah, and the impact's just going to steamroll to the next uh, generation because uh, referencing back to like all the, the Thai massage places that have opened up and all these imported laborers for that, that they're hoping some might turn into wives for Korean men. Uh, once they get here and they can marry the Korean guy and they find out that it's feminist land now, they almost always end up getting divorced after a kid or two so that money ends up flowing from the guy to the wife, even though they're no longer you know with each other. And then mm -hmm. she has the kids all the time. Yeah. But... Uh, they, they want a next guy. It's not like they're done branching, you know? So the best place for them to meet a new guy is to go back to working in the massage parlors, right? Uh, so where are their kids going after school because they can't be home alone? They're hanging out in the waiting room of these massage parlors where their mom is in the next room 
giving a guy a Thai massage or who knows what else. Uh, so I've <laughs> I've walked by the places and there's the four and five year old kids just waiting in the uh, lobbies of the massage parlors doing their homework because that's where their mom works and their dad's not allowed to see them more than two days out of the month. You know, it's really well, fucked up when, like, mom's boyfriend um, basically is raising these these kids and the father is cut out of the equation. <sighs> yeah. I mean, what's ridiculous is that the senior citizens are suffering the most in South Korea um, just per capita because their kids... They, South Korea has a really traditional, like, family culture where the grandparents and the parents are actively involved in their children's families. And since no one's having kids, they're now overturning centuries of culture of that lineage, you know, that, that progression of the family unit. And now, you know, I think South Korea has like the highest like suicide rate for older people because they don't know what the fuck to do with themselves. And I, a lot of them are homeless, oh, and it's crazy. I know these people. I, I, guys, these are the people that were supposed to pass the torch on for their children. Oh, they dropped the ball, oh, and now they're suffering and still can't help. Pick me. I know. I know how to fix this. Pick me. Take uh, take women's take women's rights away. Home. You did it. Come on, guys, stop killing yourselves. Take women's rights away. Uh, it's even worse for the elderly than you might think because of the social security pension system that exists here, uh, they don't get it because they didn't pay into it because it's relatively recently made into law. So people under age 45-ish, when they retire, they're going to get social security. But all the people over that age now, they don't get it. And since their kids, uh, or their sons rather, are supposed to take care of them and they don't have social security and now if their sons are paying all this alimony and child support uh guess who stops getting money from the son first i'll give you a hint it's not the kids <laughs> right so look people are dying I don't, this is what i don't understand i under i un, now i fully appreciate the fact that taking women's rights away sounds extreme but i want you to consider a couple things nobody's being hurt and nobody's being killed this is completely humane, and it's not like uh, women fought for these rights with blood and tears. They didn't fight a mighty war and get these rights. They were just gifted them. Uh, it started with uh, basically Marxist in the UK and America giving women rights, and now the United States and the West exports feminism and pressures other countries into giving women rights who didn't earn it. They just say, you will give women rights because we said so. That's what we did to Japan, part of their surrender. Uh, then during the uh, the you know the, the the whatever the thing we did in 1945 after we nuked them, we made them give women rights for no reason. It had nothing to do with it. Like what the fuck did they have to do with anything? But yeah, that shit happens all the time. So, but here's the thing: what feminism kills people, gynocentrism kills people. Your society is dying. People are committing suicide all the time. Old people have no one to take care of them because there's no they're 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 sons who were supposed to have these families and take care of them when they got old are now paying all their money in alimony and child support and he's fucked they're fucked everybody's dying everyone's committing suicide and the society is fucked this taking away women's rights is that really extreme when you're looking at the status quo and the, the mountain of bodies Yeah, it's, it's kind of like a scary thing to see, like, um, especially, I mean, I've lived here for a long time, but I'm still kind of an outsider looking in, 
and it's some of the stuff is just like yep i saw this back in new york too and it just accelerated to be at the same level in just six years whereas it took a century in the u.s like feminism has gotten the like method down where as soon as it gets imported to a new country it's just six years and done well because okay so the template is because uh, in america and in the west women got the right to vote but they had to fight. It wasn't until second wave feminism that they infiltrated education and academia. And it wasn't until third wave feminism that they did the whole like social justice thing. And there were, and what broke it up were wars. If you look at the, what separated the, there was really calling them waves of feminism is a little bit misleading because none of them really stopped. They just kind of, when there was a war, the women shut the fuck up because they needed the men to go save them. So it's like, I hate you, you're oppressing me, give me give me everything, give me everything. And then fucking bombs are, oh shit, people are trying to kill us. Go go fight the war, men. Yay, men, yay, masculinity. Th thank you for the support on Patreon, Atten. So men go fight the war. They come home like, yeah, we won the war, honey. And, and you appreciate masculinity. Everything's going to be okay. And then like... A few seconds later, they're like, oh, I'm oppressed, give me money, uh, give me everything. And then it, it just starts right back up. And we call that a new wave. But it's really the same wave. It's just there's a war that broke it up. And so these countries, they're being, they're getting exported the latest and greatest, you know, patch of feminism. And there's no wars. The United States has done a, an amazing job of, uh, you know, policing the world and keeping war to a dull roar. But the downside of that is women have no fear. And without fear, they just bitch. And men let their pimp hand grow weak. That's the only thing that stops it. Like, women can't do anything without men's permission. But it's just like men are like, well, let's just give them rights. Uh, you know, what's the worst that could happen? And you know what it's going to be? It's going to have to, this is going to have to end like communism. Like, I don't blame the people in the 1900s who supported communism because it hadn't been tried before. It seemed like a good idea. What's the worst that could happen? And then a hundred years later, now we know what's the worst that could happen. <laughs> Ooh, let's not do that again. Uh, so now when people advocate for communism, you could look at them like, are you fucking insane? Uh, and the same thing's going to have to happen with gynocentrism and feminism. Uh, countries are going to have to collapse. People are going to have to die. And the, the death toll is going to have to be in the tens of millions at the least, if not the hundreds of millions. And then maybe when men get their fucking shit together, then the next time a bunch of dipshits are like, hey, women, uh, they want equal rights. We could point to, you remember what happened to Sweden? Remember what happened to South Korea? Remember what happened to the UK, Germany, America, Canada, Australia? Then, then there we are. Well, if know. you look at old school male chauvinism, you know, those old men's clubs, they didn't allow women in there because they knew some of the men there were too weak. And if they had a woman come in, whatever she advocated for, they'd simp for her. Because if you allow women into the public sphere and allow them to def define terminology and define masculinity, then their definition of masculinity changes as they need it to. So they can criticize, and then as soon as they need men in their um biological utility that we can defend them and fight for them then they change their perception of masculinity in in the case that it suits them to defend and and preserve their way of life and then as soon as 
we've won and defended their honor and, and, and survival and all that, then they we come back and, and they shift right back to what they were doing before because we allowed them into the public sphere and to dictate the terminology and definitions of masculinity and and our provisional natures, whereas before we set the bar, we set the standards. Can you just imagine imagine a world where the average guy wasn't a white knight? Where when a, a woman started hitting a guy, there was like one white knight that got up and all the other guys fucking looked at him like, sit down, Carl. And like, what? We're not gonna we're not gonna kick his ass? No, she started it. Sit down. Could just imagine living in that world where the white knight stands up, he's like, Come on guys, let's go beat him up and the other guy's like, Shit the sit the fuck down, Carl. You don't know what the fuck's going on. And he's like, Okay. And then that's it. That's it. Fucking and then the woman's like, Oh shit, I'm about to get my ass beat. And then she'll stop acting that way. Because women know they're weaker than men, but they use proxy violence. Like, that's a, like I covered an article this uh, last 420 show about a boy who was accused of sexual assault by girls who didn't like him. But they knew that accusing him of sexual assault would get him in trouble. And so, like, obviously, I don't like you isn't a crime. So they just falsely accuse him of, of that. But everyone defends it. And in fact, someone in the, I just did a segment video of that today. And a person in my comment section said that um, when he was in school, a girl went to the principal and said that he hit her. No one believed him. The school didn't believe him. His own parents didn't believe him. Um, he had to write an apology letter for something he didn't do. And then the girl later admitted it didn't happen. She made it up and nothing happened to her. And I straight up told him, between you and me, well, and now the, you know, 655 people watching... Uh, I would have beat her ass. I would have been like, "All right, so I'm already I'm in trouble for beating you up." So, you know, <laughs> if I could call it a self fulfilling prophecy, because I'm about to whoop your fucking ass, and I'm yeah, gonna take some go to prison for the rest of your life. Nah, nah, no, I'm already in trouble for beating her up. Now I'm just yeah, gonna you got in trouble in school, right? And now he gets in trouble with the authorities. I'd rather yeah. just take the hit, you know, take the L. Oh, but here's no, here's the thing, Matt. Like, I want you to put yourself in her shoes. What's the lesson she learned? When she got that guy in trouble, uh, got him suspended, made him apologize to her, then admitted she lied and nothing happened. What is the lesson she takes away? Yeah, but the gynocentric system doesn't allow for them to learn lessons uh, from their mistakes. So if you uh, did uh, oh, en enact oh, violence whoa, whoa. on her, then the lesson she learned is that the police come and defend her as well. Or yeah, yes, she gets hit. The, the reason why the system keeps doing that is because of precisely what you just said. Individual guys rather just shut up and take the hit. Right. No, yeah, but th the system can't put her teeth back in her head. Yeah, Only a dentist the, can the, do that, and I'm going to throw those shits down the gutter. They're never going to find that. She's going to have dentures the rest of her life. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I'll be fucking charge me with assault. I don't give a shit. Uh, fucking, you're gonna be wearing dentures the rest of your life. How's that feel? And you're gonna remember every time you take out your teeth and you put them in that fucking cup to soak them in like that fucking fizzy pill. You're gonna remember the time you uh, you falsely accused me of of beating you up or hitting you and got me in trouble and I fucking knocked your teeth out. Yep. And also, the non-system punishments are it can be more effective than the system, anyways. When you look at Nagaland, or you look at the Amish, or you look at all these other societies within societies where they just don't give a fuck about the systemic rules, and they yeah, that's all it takes. They want in their culture. It's, it's it's the Muslims in Europe are the best. Sweden, Muslims are eight percent of the population. They're probably higher now. Let's say nine percent at this point. It's still less than ten percent, but. They do not fuck around, and they 
look, the government has no power in their communities. That's how they do it. People are like, how are we going to take women's rights away? You just do it. If men just agree, hey, we're going to take women's rights away, it's done. Like I, the best, I did a video. Well, it's not a video. It's a news clip, but I uploaded it to my channel back in the day. And it was taken in France. A, a female reporter went into a no-go zone in France. And there was a cafe where no women were allowed. There's a big sign in the, in the thing. No women allowed in this cafe. It, it violates the law. You can't do that. No one said shit because it's a no-go zone. So women couldn't go in that cafe. And then uh, she was interviewing a woman. Uh, and she's like, oh, how do you feel, you know, the, how women are treated? And she was like, oh, it's terrible. Oh, they, it, we're, tr we're mistreated so much and the police won't help us. The government needs to do something. And as they were being interviewed, this car full of guys, fucking Thought Patrol rolled up, gave her that fucking death stare, like the Luigi Mario Kart death stare. And she's like, I gotta go. And she just fucking took off. And the reporter's like, oh... It's like, yep, fucking Thought Patrol. Please rant on the corrupt family court system that causes men to snap. Oh, That's man. because the Muslims, the Muslim men have a, a unity, though. Right, you no, know, that, exactly. They don't have the amount of backstabbing white knights that we have. Because, well, no, they, they do. Well, no, there are plenty of Muslims who, uh, who yeah, try, they, who try to white knight. For that, the punishment for that is real, you know, versus oh, here, yes. like, to put up... To make an example of yourself, you know, if you were to enact punishment and consequences yourself, um, you couldn't have something like Sweden because there's not enough of people with your mentality. You know, the, the yeah, I... in Sweden, the, the Muslims can enforce their own punishments and consequences because there are so many of them. Right. I agree. Can I interject something, though? Like, in the United States, I would agree as a whole... Like, if we're looking at just the federal level and generalities, the feminism does control everything, and, and you're right. But if you look at small population segments, even within the U.S., you have, like, the, the Amish, Mennonites, and even some Arabic communities that are very segregated from the rest of the country, even though they're within it, where they do keep women in check and they do keep authority, um, there might be opportunity costs, like they're living in the woods or they're not using modern technology, but it it's proven that it can happen yeah uh, it works all the time country. works yeah you don't need to be a violent terrorist either the amish are pacifists and they can they do it so it you, violence isn't required you just need to create a community and tell the government to go fuck off and if, if there's enough of you the government will because like honestly the government yeah, at the end of the day they they only care about themselves as long as you're not threatening to destroy the government, they, they frankly don't give a shit what you do to women. They really don't. So if you have a community, they don't care. As long as you're not a threat to them, as long as you pay your taxes, they could give less of a shit. So you just create a community and say, hey, by the way, uh, yeah, women don't have rights here. And then when they call, oh, you can't do that. You fucking, oh, shit, your car exploded. What happened? Oh, man. So that, that tends to happen around here. What's going to happen? I don't know. Crazy. Crazier things have happened. Um, anyway, there was a Celestina comment about the family court. The fa like, uh, In fact, you know, I know I appreciate the $10 donation and you, you want me to rant about the family court. DDJ just did an excellent video about the family court. Um, and he he's worked in the family court. Like, for me to rant about family court just wouldn't do it justice. Because DDJ has worked in the family court for 10 years. Um, he's currently writing a book. That's why he stopped podcasting. Um, he's working on his book. 
he's he's writing a book about how to survive family court and false rape accusations. Very timely, important book in my opinion. Uh, it, that needs to hit like fucking the bestseller list. But uh, his latest video, if uh, his channel's called Misandry Today. So if you go if you go looking for DDJ, you're probably not going to find his channel. His channel's called Misandry Today. But his latest video, he goes into how the family court just fucks men. Like, there's just, it's absolute bullshit. Men have no constitutional rights. Like, it's the entire concept of the family court. Uh, it's supposed to be a civil court. And yet, you can be charged with criminal offenses, and you don't have the constitutional rights, which you're supposed to have when you're charged with a crime. Like, when if you talk about domestic violence, that's a crime. We are no longer in the realm of the civil court. We are now in the criminal court. So now that we're talking about crimes and I'm being accused of a crime, I want my civil rights. And the family court's like, nah, no, 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 nah, you're violating my rights. But it, they get away with it because women vote and because there's this and the fucking craziest thing. I don't even know this. And but DDJ goes into very explicit detail about this. The family court and feminism is stealing from the Social Security Trust Fund in order to go after fathers and destroy their lives. They get reimbursed from Social Security to go after quote-unquote deadbeat dads who are just guys who don't have a job. Like, they're just unemployed. And they're like, to prison with you. It's like, he's he doesn't have the money. He's not holding out on you. He lost his job. What the fuck is putting him in prison going to do? And then while you're in prison, you, you still accumulate more child support you're supposed to pay. How the fuck are you supposed to pay child support when you're in prison? Like, the whole thing is enslavement. It is a, it's slavery. They're capturing you. Like, fucking a woman is like getting fucking knocked out and put on a slave ship. Because they got you. And you can't get away. And they just like, you know what it's like, uh, this is going to sound like a crazy kind of analogy. You ever play um, Animal Crossing? You know, it's like a, I played it on GameCube, but it's like a Nintendo game where you go to this little town of animals and you buy an apartment from this fucking raccoon and you can't ever pay off your debt. As soon as you pay off the debt, something gets upgraded and you have to, and now you have more debt and you never get out of debt. It's like a, a metaphor for life. That's what men have to do in the family court. Like Animal Crossing is fucking the family court simulator. You're just working and fucking digging and fishing paying off this fucking raccoon and you can never get out of the fucking debt because they keep adding to it. So, uh, my second story might get you into an even better rant about the family court. Okay. Uh, so when I was last on the show, which if anyone wants the whole hour of that, it was March 4th and it's on the Celestina Monkey channel because it was during the, the dark time. Oh yeah, those are... Yeah. Oh, hold on, waifu. TFMM got accused of peeping in the locker room in high school. My eyes are really far apart so I get made off so the girls made up a story and wanted me expelled proved was in band but still got jumped by some boys how you go MGTA in school. Oh, that, that sucks. Yeah, so kind of the same story. He was unpopular and the girls decided to make up some bullshit and get him beaten up. That, that happened to me when I got falsely accused of rape in high school. Uh, a bunch of guys wanted to beat me up, but luckily, um, I don't know if you know this, chimps are like two or three times as strong as a human, so I'll be like, fucking come at me, bro, I'll do you like that bitch from Old Navy, 
Um, so they didn't fuck with me. But unfortunately for most people, they don't have chimp strength. So, um, uh, yeah. I mean, here, and here's the thing. Like, you can't even ghost because you have to be there. And even if you try to stay quiet and not talk to anyone, they pick on you more. So honestly, I don't know if this, this applies. Back in my day, back in ye olden times, the way to get out of this is kick someone's ass. You, you go to the bullies and you beat the shit out of one of them. And I mean, really beat their ass. Like, there needs to be blood. And after you beat one of the bullies' asses, they'll, they'll all leave you alone. They'll go to an easier target after that. But now, now in the current year, you'll probably get fucking arrested and charged as an adult and sent to fucking maximum security pound me in the ass prison for beating up a bully. I mean, who knows? I don't know. Well, you're absolutely right. Because state, back really. in the day, because back in the day when I was in school and getting beaten up, that was basically the only thing you could do. You had to fight back. You had to beat him up as badly as you could. Put him in the hospital if you could. And that was the only thing they understood was pain. Yeah. That's why you, how you discipline children. Pain. I don't care if you think beating a child is abuse. Sometimes you got to give them that quote-unquote abuse until they get it. They'll save their lives. Well, especially if they're, if, if they're abusing other people. I mean, the punishment should fit the crime. So, yeah. But, yeah, well, I, I don't I, know. Because... Because feminism has controlled the schools so much, now they they have any violence for any reason is unacceptable. There's there is, and that's a that's a female thing that there is no such thing as right, righteous anger or righteous action. So you don't have the ability to. All right. To well, I have I have one yourself. idea. I have one idea of how to go MGTOW in high school. Uh, Basically, get your GED and, and get out of high school, or uh, homeschool yourself. Get into a homeschooling program. And in fact, I've known people who've done that because uh, fucking public school is a joke. Fucking joke. If, if your parents allow you, that's the problem. Is your well, your talk to your parents. Oh, look, okay, this guy, he's got like a, a birth defect, and his eyes are far apart, and everyone picks on him. Um, if your parents aren't sympathetic to that, fuck, you have shit parents. You you can. Hold on. Felt the tried cuck peer pressure this week from a couple of acquaintances at work. When I mentioned I plan on avoiding marriage, they just can't help themselves. The risk is never too big for them. Poor bastards. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, you got to remember the first two rules of Fight Club. Never talk about red pill shit at work. Just don't. Like, you have to ghost in plain sight. And the way you ghost in plain sight is you tell people what they expect to hear. You show people what they expect to see. So, whenever someone asks me, hey, why aren't you married? Just haven't found the right one yet. And then if they're like, oh, you know, are you looking for, are you looking? They're like, well, I'm a little, I'm a little focused on work right now, but, you know, I'm, I'm always looking. Do you, you know anyone? And then see if they, if they know someone. Like, I mean, you, you kind of casually talk to someone. Like, I'm not against talking to someone to keep up appearances. Uh, but usually when they find out, like, that I'm a workaholic and I'm, I'm always busy... They usually fuck off after that, unless they see my, unless they're just looking for money. But yeah, it's just ghost in plain sight. Don't say, just don't, don't try to red pill your coworkers. Just, oh, I just haven't found the right one yet. You know, what are you going to do? I know they're out there. I'm going to keep looking. I believe. And then they'll, they'll, they'll smile and nod like, yeah, he's one of us. And they'll go back to the little NPC shit and leave you alone after that. 
I would say that there's one exception because I know that guys are going to be looking for men that they can help. So, on that note, I would say that the only time you should ever try to red pill a coworker is if one you already know them because at that point there's that you know there's that friendship that you already have, and so there's certain things are more approachable. <clears throat> and two, if they uh, if they've already gone through some shit that gives them some insight that's usually a good a good indication so as an example i have a co-worker who dated my ex and from that he uh he's basically gone MGTOW without really knowing what it is because he has realized that he's been spending his entire life working for other people and it's done nothing but getting fucked over rose are you firing an empty gun right now uh no what, what do you mean Okay, I'm hearing like a clicking, like you're like cycling. It might be like a pen clicking noise. I use that sometimes. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry, yeah. I'm in, a, I'm in the middle of a raid at the moment. My apologies. Oh, <laughs> oh. yeah. No, okay, so if, if you have a coworker who's getting divorce raped, um, you might want to talk, but don't talk to him about MGTOW stuff. Just like, uh, you know, try to help him with his current situation. Now, if he starts asking about stuff, like, again, you want to be an example and you want to wait for people to come to you. You know, it's like people don't like someone trying to force their beliefs down your throat. But if you kind of, if you're, if you walk the walk, people are going to like wonder what your secret is. And then you could talk to them, but let them make the first move. It's that kind of like the difference between evangelical Christians and uh, people who are genuinely good Christians. I know that some people yeah. don't recognize the difference, but I, Oh well, yeah. Well, it's like all the thoughts with the fucking crucifix necklaces, while they're all like dressing slutty and getting dick on the weekend. They're like, then they go to they go to church and say their alms or whatever, and they go out and do it again. But then again, Jesus did uh, hang out with prostitutes, so maybe it all makes sense. Uh, I would be very wary of red pilling people, even if they seem like they're going down that road, because one of the reasons people end up going down that road is because of how hard they're clinging to the blue pill. And you threatening that as an outsider from their problems might just be a catalyst for them to rubber band the right back into white knighting. Um, and then your job's on the line. So right, no, don't don't red pill. Don't talk about like we gotta take women's rights away. Uh, no, don't don't do that. But oh, I mean, yeah, avoid it, that subject. If they're facing divorce, you may want to just let them know. Uh, I mean, don't do not refer them to like a DDJ video or anything. Don't buy them a copy of you know uh, it was never about equality or anything. Uh, but you know, like if they have a question or if they're talking about like. Well, I'm thinking about just rolling over and giving my wife everything. Uh, you may want to, like, you know, that's probably not a good idea. You know, the family court, you know, tends this happens, this happens, this happens. Thank you, Kevin, for the support on Patreon. But uh, but I would leave it to the subject at hand. If they're getting divorced, talk to them about divorce. Talk to them about the family court. Uh, maybe if you've listened to DDJ and uh, MGTOW Esquire's uh, MGTOW Legal Clinic about divorce and everything like that, don't refer them to the video, but maybe memorize a few points and then bring it to your friend's attention. That will save his life. Um, and maybe he goes back to the, maybe he gets married again, like so many do, but you saved his life. You saved him from getting completely raped and, and killing himself. So you should still be proud of that, even though you didn't red pill him. However, maybe in the process of telling him about the family court and everything like that, he just starts, he starts like uh, giving you hints. 
that he uh, he might be a little red pilled. I don't know. We need like a secret handshake or something. I don't know, but uh, yeah, I don't. That there, but be careful because if you're gonna get fired if you're uh, if you start talking about red pill shit at work. Whatever the hell you do, do not ever, under any circumstance, include women in any of those kind of conversations. Especially oh, yeah. if you work in a Fortune 500 company. Yeah, I don't care how cool she seems. I don't. I do not care how cool she seems. How fucking woke she is. I don't care if she says she's an anti-feminist. I don't care if she says she's a men's rights activist. No. Like, if she breathes, she's a thought. I have been pondering for some time if women are even capable of being truly red-pilled. Like, sure, they can understand certain things, but I'm not sure if they can... Well, how do you define red-pill? How do you, how do you, what do you, what do you mean by red-pilled? Let's define our terms. I would say that it's mostly about a life outlook and understanding how shit actually works. And I'm not sure that women are capable of handling such abstract thought on a world scale. Okay, so let's let's take it bullet point. So women don't care about self-actualization, and they don't value freedom. So that's number one. They women will always err on the side of security over freedom, and they couldn't give less of a shit about self-actualization. That's purely a male thing, which is why when feminists rewrote Maslow's hierarchy of needs, they replaced self-actualization with mate retention and at the top reproduction. That's a woman's highest thing is just shitting out a kid, which is fine. That's what they're made for. So I'm not begrudging them that, but I'm just explaining, trying to explain to a woman about self-actualization and freedom. It's like speaking a foreign language to them. However, women do understand. There are women who are like, yeah, women should have their rights taken away. Uh, Yeah, I just want to be taken care of. Uh, I don't give a shit about voting. Uh, I know I don't. I'm not going to go to a war. I know women have these privileges and yeah, we shouldn't vote. That's good enough. I'll take it. So, you know, like, I'm, women aren't going to ever go their own way and, like, become self-actualized and all that shit. But women will submit to the patriarchy. Uh, women will, you know, keep my dick moisturized. There's certain things women can do if properly motivated. But as far as, like, uh, believing in equality, that no, the, yeah, it's all bullshit. Uh, because so men and women aren't equal. That, perhaps given that, then men and women... W- could potentially be red pilled in different ways, considering their roles being so. Right. I don't know. Maybe. Well, here's how. Here's what. Here's what a red pilled woman looks like. Red pill woman is a woman who says, "Take my rights away because I'm not going to serve in war and I don't pay net taxes and I frankly didn't earn them, so I shouldn't have them." That's a red pilled woman. Now, is like she? How many of those running around? Oh yeah. No, but you know what? It, their permission and consent isn't required. We'll just take them. We don't need to convince the average woman to give up their rights. Just take them. It, it literally, it look, and if you don't, the Muslims will. So they're going to lose their rights anyway. It's just a matter of how many people are going to unnecessarily die along the way. Uh, so the Muslim thing is also happening here in Korea because one of the places where they import these brides Indonesia. is Uzbekistan. Oh, Uzbekistan. And another place is in and Indonesia and Southern Philippines. So you have uh, these Islam people coming here, becoming the wife to these traditional conservative Koreans that think that there's Nawalt Muslims out there, and Muslims obviously are conservative, right? Um, mm. uh, 
I don't know. And so they're going to have kids who are going to be raised by the single mom who's a single Islamic mother. And then that's going to, you know, go wherever it goes. Yeah, there aren't there are no um, good women. There are only cultures which control women. And then here, speaking of good women. You should never date someone you work with. Never fish off the company pier. I've also heard never shit where you eat and, or, you know, there's all kinds of, yeah, never date a coworker. Uh, because chances are you're going to break up, especially if you're MGTOW. So let's say you date for a while, you have some fun, you decide to just be friends. She's going, she, I promise you, she's going to complain to HR and get you fired because she doesn't want to see you. She doesn't want to have those awkward conversations where she sees you down the hall because women are just like that. Like, they don't want to be around their ex. And they know they have this power to get you fired by making up bullshit. And they will. So if you want to date someone at your work, brush off the old resume, start looking for a new job, and then once you find a new job, then you can ask little Susie in the mailroom out if you really care that much. But if you care about your job... Fucking no. Never date your coworkers. Just uh, ah. Yeah. Oslo linked something in chat I said on one of my calls. Uh basically I follow an acronym called RAPE. It's you never talk about religion, abortion, politics, or economics with any woman and the majority of men. So even if uh they may agree with you, those are hot button issues that cause contention and really you're not going to change anyone's minds and it really doesn't benefit you to talk about those things in professional settings so i just i follow that principle do you have a meme for that like a, a poster or something that you make no no but it's it's kind Someone of graphic, needs to make that. yeah rap Someone. religion abortion politics economics get hot on that shit we need we need to promote rape culture oh wait that came out wrong but seriously though <laughs> okay okay we we've been like meandering okay you had that you had a second thing you wanted to talk about and we got completely sidetracked all right yeah so the second thing is basically a continuation of my last uh appearance on the show uh to sum up that hour conversation it's 20 years of my stepmother beating my siblings beating my father uh, she was a member of a union that was the same union as all the cops and judges. So they just kept throwing things out. Uh, eventually, when I came back home from the military, I got photo and video evidence. She got sentenced to six anger management classes, of which she attended one. And then she got caught doing the stuff again. And I got to the point where her friends couldn't cover for her anymore. So they picked up and moved to Florida where stuff wouldn't chase them. There you go. And then what happened? So so that's what we discussed last time. What's happened since then, and this was about a year ago, so eight months ago, she beats my dad. Uh, he ends up going to the hospital, and the damage is so bad, they end up amputating his entire right leg. Damn. That's... Can you guess How? what the legal consequences oh, of this were? Well, nothing. I'm sure she... Did she falsely accuse him of starting the fight like he hit her first or something? Or did she even bother? Uh, nope. She said, I, I beat his ass. I do that shit all the time. But you want some of this bitch? And then they're like, oh, you, get out of here. You little abusive woman, you. So this happens. He's in surgery while they're amputating his leg. What do you think she's doing while this is going on? Can anyone take a guess? 
uh, sucking off a male nurse in the back. Uh, Samir got it right there in the chat. Uh, so she has been cheating on my father for probably around 10 years with this uh, guy that she would be going to union trips for that union I was talking about. And she'd be taking money from their shared account and paying for this guy to meet her wherever these union events were happening at hotels and banging the guy. Nice. Um, and apparently when they moved to Florida, she had taken some uh, like money from their account and got him an apartment in Florida, not far from where they were uh, living. So while my dad's in surgery, having his leg removed, they go to the bank, they drain all the shared accounts, uh, take it in cash, take the two kids that they had together and they leave. Yenid, would you mind getting a bit closer to the mic or speaking louder? I've got a few people saying you're really quiet. Yeah, I could hear you okay, but I have like yeah. really good headphones, so maybe that's helping. Uh, so they've taken all of his money, <laughs> they've taken his legs, they've taken his yeah. kids, and there are no charges. Mm -hmm. um, my grandfather ends up getting involved, and he's well-to-do from uh, a lot of business stuff, so he has quite a bit of money. Um, boy, he's boy. hired a good lawyer. Hold, hold on. Let me so your grandfather rebuilt your father into a cyborg, like trap jaw, and he's gonna go hunt his fucking whore of a ex-wife down, like fucking RoboCop, and like stab her through the face with his fist spike, right? I hope that's where this goes. Like I yes. said, this is still less than a year old, so oh. I hope this is where it goes. But so my but in the meantime while he's getting my dad rehabilitated and helping get him uh like one of the high-end um prosthetic legs that has you know computer on board and stuff so it might go that direction yeah but uh he's he also needs a, he needs a machine gun the, arm too you gotta have the machine gun arm with the cybernetic leg and you want like a really fucking like a big metal jaw yeah it's it's part of the yeah. whole ensemble you like dr Cochin? Yeah, or like a war boss. You want to look like an orc war boss when you roll up to your fucking ex-wife's house with her boyfriend. And you want to go, WAAA! As you fucking just fucking unleash the DACA on all of them. I mean, if my dad becomes uh, the immortal emperor, uh, I think that'd be entertaining. But uh, in the meantime, while they build up to that, uh, my grandfather, because the cops didn't file any charges, she wasn't arrested, she wasn't put in jail, somehow... She still has the kids. They've left the kids with her, which is what really blows my mind. And now they're using the fact that he doesn't have a leg as like, oh, you can't take care of these young kids because how are you going to follow them around with a, with only one leg? Right. That's why we can rebuild him. Bigger, stronger, faster. This could be... Uh, we, this could, right. we could turn this, this into... We could turn this around. We could turn this around. We, we, we turn your father into a cyborg. He could be the fucking Thoughtinator. Thought Patrol has a new weapon, the Thoughtinator. And then we fucking we have like an eighties action theme as he's going around with his machine gun arm, like hanging from a helicopter. Like, be gone, Thought! He's spraying through a fucking slut walk. Ah! Like a puff yeah, dragon, I like it. Hopefully, losing your leg is enough to red pill a guy after two uh two marriages, but you never know. I mean, hope, this is well, why you always fight back if somebody. What is? You, yeah. You so now, yeah. Now I think I'm vaguely remember our previous conversation. Your father is bigger and stronger than your mother, but he just let her beat him up because of the proxy violence. 
of the the police and everything like that and he basically let her have his way with him or have her way with him yeah i mean he's a military veteran and he got a medical discharge for renal kidney failure but like yeah he's he's still a a veteran with muscle mass and larger than this this woman Mm -hmm. uh but he just let it happen not only to him but also to his kids my oh siblings, yeah for yeah see, two decades see, so now remember five minutes well probably 10 minutes or 15 minutes ago now i was talking about the one the chick in high school she accused me of beating her up i would i would actually beat her up and she learned her lesson i've hit women you only have to do it once here's the thing there, there are women who are like her and i'm sure her boyfriend probably slaps her around and she never does shit to him because he fucking knit that shit in the butt early like a, a, a uh, violent woman, just one time, you let her know, you will never hit me again, or or it, it your fucking story ends if you hit me again, and they won't. They're like, oh, so, that's it, and you'll have great makeup sex after that. Until well, the next time, to point out is that to anybody out there who thinks that prison is preferable to uh, or just taking the beating is preferable prison. Which is worse, losing a leg or being in prison where you get three meals a day? Well, just ask no, yourself he, the important questions. Well, the other thing too, Pete. Now the other the, the rebuttal is, oh, well, she's going to file charges because you first, first you're not like leaving marks on her. It's like I, I gave her a dead arm and I held her jaw and I told her if you hit me again, I'll knock your teeth out. But if she wants to press charges, I told her what would happen. So okay, you want to press? Oh, you want to press charges because I gave you a dead arm? All right, well, enjoy those dentures for the rest of your life. She's not. That's it. So, uh, some people in the chat are asking how you lose your leg. Um, the way abuse works, especially over a twenty-year period, of course, she's going to start with just you know maybe hitting and yelling. But when you don't face repercussions and the police just brush it under the rug for twenty years, you're going to upgrade. You're eventually going to be throwing shit at people like the stereotype of women throwing vases and mugs and shit at men and then eventually you're just going to be fucking hitting them with like rods or baseball bats and shit like that and eventually just grabbing knives and stabbing a motherfucker from an inch away just becomes uh second nature because they've just been allowed to beat these people for so long that they just keep escalating the amount of violence because they haven't been told no yep Man, this is such appropriate. I love it when the music is just serendipitously appropriate to the subject. It's always the case. It's been amazing these last few is, weeks. Is that what actually happened? She cut him with a knife and he wound up losing his leg. Uh, I mean, oh my god. Sorry about that. I got sent to the quiet room again. Sorry, I was in the I was police. In, made, I was in the quiet the room. The police made no action. The police took no action. Yep, she's she's still free. She never even got arrested and, and even put in jail for a second. She's just free. Has all of his money. Has his kids. Um, and the only chance that there might be justice is just because my grandfather is wealthy enough that he's one of the few men that can outspend in the family courts at a one hundred to one ratio to win, which is like the only way to. No, no, listen. Take all that money you're going to spend on the family court and machine gun arm. I hit man. No, god damn it. No, you need to rebuild your father as a cyborg. What part of Thought Nader are you not understanding? We had a whole action movie montage planned for this. 
Listen, I'm all behind that myself, but... Hold on. <laughs> Hold on, say what Celestine so has to say. So the week after I got jumped, I skipped school for a week to let things cause people was following me home trying to fight. I got letter from school saying I miss one more day they send social services so just get kicked out or go to alternative school. Well, yeah, talk to your parents about um, homeschooling or getting your GED. Obviously, yeah, like, altern alternative school is worse. That's where they send the fucking, the kids who actually get expelled from school for, like, drugs and shit. That's going to be even worse. You think, you're gonna, you think getting picked on at regular school is bad? Where do you go to alternative school? You need to do homeschool or you need to do, uh, like, your GED. A, a high school diploma is meaningless. It's meaningless. Get your GED and then start college. And you could do your college online. So just you just basically as long as you have the discipline to study and, and be productive, you could just do all this shit at home. And then you never have to see these fuckers. You, I mean, you may see them at McDonald's in 10 years, but uh, that's about it. You'll never see them again. So that's my advice. Now, if you're if your parents are like homeschool do i have to get up and sign a paper Mer, i don't want to do that why don't you all just get beat up again then you have shitty parents um i don't know that, that unfortunately as a minor living with your parents if your parents don't give a shit that people are beating you up and they're not willing to sign a paper to, to have you homeschool or have you get your ged on your own time and they're going to just let you get beaten up unfortunately as a minor you don't have the you don't have the adult rights to just tell them to go eat a dick and leave so i don't know um so i had shitty parents myself as uh <laughs> as is evidence from this story um and you can get emancipated it's it's difficult but not impossible if you if you're 16 it's easier to get emancipated under extreme circumstances you can also do it at 14 um so if you, if school really is this bad for you and you have a job and you think you could make it on your own, and you think you could convince a court to let you just sever the tie and then homeschool yourself or just get your GED and go straight to university. Uh, it is an option, but you have to put in the work to make it happen. Yeah, man, that, it really sucks, man. Um, but you need to talk to your parents, explain to them what's going on, and then let them know that you want to study from home and you want to, uh, you know, get your GED or whatever on your own. Now, if you're in special ed, um, and you that's not an option for you, then you're fucked. Um, so I, I mean, I know, like, based on your sentence structure, I don't know. You might be in special ed. If that's the case, you're fucked, or you just can't type one or the other. Hopefully, it's the latter. Um, also, depending on what state you're in, uh, New York, for example, has the regents exams. So if you homeschool yourself and pass the regents exams at an early age, just like you would do with the GED, you can just circumvent the whole four years of high school by getting your regents exam. Yeah, high school. High school is a joke. Um, I mean, when I was in high school, I basically fulfilled all my requirements for graduation two years early. And I actually just got a job just for the money. And I like attended one class a uh, my my junior and senior year, I attended one class. It was fucking... It's a joke. So, yeah. And, and fuck the people. Like, I couldn't wait to get out of high school. Because all the fucking retards. 
they fucking god damn and it, it you know in college you get some of it in the undergraduate program once you get into the graduate program there's like one class at the beginning of the graduate program that's really hard that filters out all the dumbasses and after that one class everything's great all the fucking losers are now fucking flipping burgers where they belong and now you can actually get some shit done Yep, and there's also that stupid saying that's like, oh, high school's going to be the best years of your life, so cherish it. That's that's horseshit. No, uh, no, hold on. That is true for some people. There are some people who peak at high school. And, uh, yeah. They're like Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. It is, and look at Japan. Their anime, most of it, is focused on high school because life after high school for people in different cultures really sucks ass. Well, yeah, and also because they, they become salarymen after high school. And yeah. it just becomes a life of drudgery. So the high school was the last time they felt alive, which is sad. There's no reason for this. There's no reason for this. We can we we can do better. We can take women's uh, rights away. Come on, guys. We got Thoughtnator over here. Yeah. We're gonna rebuild him as a cyborg. It'll be awesome. Uh, uh I was gonna say, and they they trade in in Japan like the drudgery of the school system for being a salaryman, uh, and the reason that they still can't do anything, even with the money they make, is any of them that give in and go for that traditional conservative marriage, and then all their money's going to their wife after the divorce, end up doing all that work, get all that money, and they just still can't do anything but be a cog. Well, here's the, the sad thing: is okay. So, if you're a beta, and let me define my terms, an alpha is a man who women want to have sex with and want to reproduce with, just for the pleasure of their company. These are guys who are good looking, have good genes, etc. A beta, uh, he attracts women by acquiring resources, having utility. So, women will have sex with him because they want his money or he's he's useful. Like these are like your celebrities, your powerful men. Feminism has ruined that. So now, as a beta. Uh, you may... Man, the music box got really loud all of a sudden. Hold on. I thought it was at 1%. What is going on with this music bot? Yeah, it's at 1%. Why is it so loud? Men are not as bad as we could be. Dudes can turn into savages cause of the court system. You know what, though? If more men turn into savages... Like, that's what it's going to take. Again, look at... Things will only change because everything has to. Everything is at men's permission. Like when when feminism says everything is men's fault, they're technically right because it's men who tolerate women doing all this shit. If men got together and decided to burn the family court down tomorrow, there isn't a goddamn thing anyone could do to stop it. If men decided to take women's rights away tomorrow, there isn't a goddamn thing anyone could do to stop it. Everything that we complain about exists because men allow it to exist. So when feminism blames men for everything, they're technically right. Because we're, we're, we're too divided. You got these fucking thirsty cucks and simps trying to get their pee-pee touched. And then you got That's all these men divided over... I, it's more of, I, I call it the dominance instinct. I think that's more accurate than saying an outgroup preference. Uh, men see other men as threats and competition, and so there's no unity between men generally. However, however, men do work together when they have a common short-term enemy. So this is why red-pilling men is important. This is why I do what I do. I'm trying to explain to men where, who the true enemy is. And no, it's not the Jews. It's not the media. It's not the elites. It's fucking, it's women's rights. Take women's rights. It literally solves almost all the problems we face in society. 
out-of-control welfare spending, take women's rights away. Immigration problems, take women's rights away. Like, all these problems yeah, are caused by empowering women. And disempower the left, too, so they don't give women the rights again. Well, the left and women are synonymous. Right. Well, if women didn't vote, the, the Democrat Party as we know it couldn't exist. There would have there would be a huge Overton window shift to the right. Now, I'm not saying the well, Democrat minus... Party would stop, but, like, women are natural collectivists. They naturally favor security more than freedom. And because it's their biological imperative to receive resources, of course they support massive welfare states. So what would you expect other than a massive pull to the left and a, a, a slide towards communism when women vote? But if women didn't vote, th then the, go the government would have to, in order to win an election again, the Democrat Party would have to push to the right in order to capture the votes. And then the Republicans would push, just like what's happening with the Overton window constantly shifting to the left. Like people who were Democrats 50 years ago are Republicans now because of the Overton window shift to the left. But if women didn't vote tomorrow, the Overton window would shift drastically to the right. We'd actually get back to individual freedom and limited government again. And so, uh, would you, that be enough? As long as women would that be never enough to overpower. The, overpower. Well, if women didn't vote, the Democrat Party, as we know it, would cease to exist. The Democrat Party, post women losing the right to vote, would basically be the Republican Party today. It, it wouldn't be fucking communists versus rhinos. It would be classical liberals versus, like, I don't know, like, you know, it'd basically be a completely different scenario. Um, and the Marxists and the communists would be such a small group, we could just ignore them. And, like, I'm not, uh, they can talk, they can make their pitch. They can be like, hey, guys, communism's great. We should support communism. And we could all laugh at them. And I don't care, like, I, if you want to, I don't care what you say. The problem is, you are a terrible person with shitty ideas. And if you ever get power, you're going to take away my freedom and my life. And so I have to resist you. But as long as you, as long as you're kept away from power, I don't care what you think or say. Go fucking advocate for communism. Wear your fucking sickle and hammer flag. I don't give a shit. As long as you don't have power, as long as you're not going to take charge and actually implement your shitty ideas, I have no beef. And if women didn't vote, communism wouldn't be able to take power. Because Unlike in the early 1900s when that happened, we now have hindsight. We know what happens. So now when you take away all the fucking dipshits and the women who are leeching off the welfare state, they, they can no longer vote anymore. Who's going to vote for communism? Now that we know what happens under communism every single time. It yeah, might happen in like a thousand years when they change the name enough times, but I don't think so. So this wouldn't be the first time women's rights get taken away either, even in the U.S. Um, when the 13 colonies were not yet the U.S. and they had voting rights for people, um, 10 of the 13 colonies, women had voting rights to some extent or another. And then when the Constitution was written, magically they didn't have voting rights anymore. And I'm pretty sure I can hazard a guess as to why. Well, there wasn't a, an income tax. It was restricted to landowners. Now, if women owned land, they could vote if they were landowners. Well, actually, there was this very small minority of women who did. Uh, right. And it's kind of like the, the black slave owner that nobody ever talks about. There were some exceptions like that. But the founding fathers knew what they were doing whenever they restricted voting rights. I just think it should be modern.
Well, here, here's the, the mistake the Founding Fathers made is they restricted the vote to landowners because those were the taxpayers of their time. But they didn't anticipate different ways of collecting taxes. Hold on. TFM, can a woman be red-pilled? Can a woman honestly believe in taking away women's rights or is she just mimicking man's talking points? If she believes in taking women's rights away, what would you call her? A trad thought? Well, you're a thought no matter what. I mean, you breathe. Only sex dolls and robots aren't thoughts. But at least you're not fucking stupid. And you're not a hypocrite. Like women who talk about men and women are equal. But then they want all these privileges and everything. At least you're being consistent. I can respect you. You are a respectable thought. I mean, I'm I'm not going to marry you or anything. But I'll give you like that. I'll, I'll nod at you knowingly. Like, yeah, I respect you. And that's honestly... I think that's enough. We can respect each other. And someone will put a ring on it. You know what? And if, and if women lose their rights, I may even consider have a, I may consider having a family at that distant future if I'm old enough to even bear children at that point. We'll see what happens. We'll see if the artificial womb and the sex robots beat you out, though. The fucking talk... The clock is ticking. Tick-tock. Who will it be? Yeah, will we I, take women's I mean, rights away or will we replace them with robots? Stay tuned. I think if we're having a competition of functionality, it's like even my sex doll just trumps women in every country I've been in at this point. So even if their rights get taken away and we're 10 years in the future with the automated robots in the womb, like even without their rights, I don't know if women can compete because as soon as they get a chance, they're going to jump for it. Well, not, no, not necessarily. Here's the thing. Um, like, a, a robot has to be built for a specific function. So a sex robot may, or any robot really, it may perform its specialized function very well, but it's limited to that function. So all women have to do to compete with sex robots is do something other than be useful only for sex. That's it. If you do, if all you're useful for is sex, again, robots are built for one function. So all you offer is sex. This sex robot performs its function better than you. You've now been replaced. However, let's let's go, go to crazy town. Let's say you're you can have you're good for sex, and you also do literally anything else. All you need is a second function that's not related to sex, and you win. I know. I, it's crazy. You have to. You also have to not have negative functions. I think it's love. Yeah, you have to. You have to be. You have to be a net asset. So if all you're bringing is baggage, bullshit, and headaches, get the fuck out. But if you are a net asset, you're a pleasant person to be around. You're you're good at sex, and you bring literally anything else to the table. You are officially and objectively better than a sex robot. That's all you have to do. You have to do something. You have to be worth something more than your vagina. That's all you have to do. This is the easiest test in the history of the world. Think of that list you give men where you're like, I want a man who's handsome and successful and dedicated and he's a good leader and a good father, blah, blah, blah. All these things you list off that you look for in a man. All men want is a, a girl who's hot. And why? Because that's all you are. You're an attractive sheath for our penises and that's you've been coasting on that for millennia you've never had to be anything else 
And now for the first time in maybe human history, you have to step your game up and you have to be good at something else. You, you now have to know what it's like to be a man and be useful for more than your genitals for the first time in your life. And I don't think you can do it. I think it's fucking yeah. game over. I personally think that we should research domesticated cat girls because we can train them to do all sorts <gasps> of things. I know. Yeah. I, I'm all in favor of domesticated cat girls. Now, there there's some ethical problems where you're basically breeding slaves because they would be pets. And I'm just saying... I'm just saying there's some ethical questions we'd have to overcome. I'm not against it. I'm just saying breeding semi-sentient slaves... And especially fuckable slaves. I mean, that's there, there's some ethical concerns we're going to have to address. That's all I'm saying. There's there's no reason that a robot can't be a cat girl because then you get it without the uh, ethical issues and all that that kind of stuff. Right. Well, it, we're talking about levels of android. You know, it's got to be realistic, and if you can pull that off, then sure. Because robots. Hold don't... on, hold on. We got another. Actually, that has me curious. Would land owning. Net tax-paying women be an allowable exception? I think you once stayed in a debate with a woman that you'd extend an olive branch to the 4%. More clarification, please, since it is that small a number. Yes, if you... Again, I'm not necessarily taking votes away from women specifically. If they meet the qualifications, if they're a net taxpayer or a, a, an actual no-shit veteran who meets the male standard, they can vote. I would love to have a daughter and teach her everything I know, but I can't cause I witnessed my friend's divorce. I know. It, it sucks, man. No, I, I know a lot of guys who were like, they really wanted to be a father. They're, and like, they're they're great with kids. They love kids, not like in a, a, a weird way either. Like, they really wanted to be a father. They really were looking forward to having a family and all this other shit. And they fucked it up. And what's sad is there are, oh my goodness, all the Celestina comments. PT1 here's a retarded idea two-choice system where women or men can sign up to be taken care of and lose a lot of their so-called rights but remain in the country. Basically what the Muslims do can't remember the name of the system. Um, that's not a... Yeah, I mean, but... You're, you're, you you yeah. can get... Yeah, you basically are... Pay, like, uh, this was a... Uh, someone called into the show about that. Basically bribing women to give up their rights, but they'll just vote for the money anyway. The other part of the system, if they choose, will sign up to become primary earners in a household or be homeless. No welfare for the homeless, just job opportunities. Just end the welfare for everyone. Welfare is cancer. Like, that's what I was trying to explain to the guy before. His idea was you create this big fucking pile of money and you offer it to women to give up their rights. But they're already the majority of voters, so why wouldn't they just vote themselves the money anyway? So at the end of the not day, you, that, you, you have like, to take their rights away. You have to take them away, not make them a deal, not convince them to give them up. You have to take them. That is your that is your birthright as a man. That is why nature gave you these muscles and the superior intellect. Because nature is telling you something, that you should be in charge. Like, come on. It's like I, I want to. I'm, I'm like, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to channel Achilles and be like, "Take it. It's yours." <laughs> what was? Yeah. What, what were you going to say? Like, so his idea is get a big pile of money and just give it to them, right? Oh my to god! Take Seriously. Part three: failure to sign up for either of these systems put you at risk for being made to leave this country to be used for the equivalent of Red Cross aid, basically a slave class to every foreign country that wants to do trade with us. 
but your system is just my system with extra steps. Get rid of welfare and women will naturally submit to men. Done. You don't need a complicated yeah. government system offering them this like uh, deal with the devil. Just take their take the welfare away. Getting started on 3D printing dolls and getting ready to distribute files for everyone. Trying to figure out how to get on the show, but I'm social media illiterate. So here I go. Interested? Okay, so really easy. Go into the description of the, the stream you're watching right now, and you'll see a Discord invite link. Click that link, install Discord, come into the Discord server, and talk to a mod and get booked for the show. Done and done. I thought raising the price to seven fifty would cut down on the donation spam. Oh, you were wrong. I was. I don't like. Uh, I don't. I don't want to make it so high that people stop donating. But this is getting out of control. Um. So, what I what I was gonna say is he wants to just give them a huge pile of money for doing nothing to take their rights away. But the thing the rights is giving them is the big pile of money. So you're still giving them the big pile of money, nothing, and they're doing even less in that fucking situation. Like, well, no, you're, you're even more incentivizing to just give them money for no fucking reason. But the idea is, here's the thing, the idea is to try to get them to concede, to give up their rights, so that, because he doesn't want to be the bad guy, he doesn't want to take it. He wants to, like, oh, let, let's offer them something, because I don't want to be the bad guy. Just fucking embrace yeah. it. Look, sometimes doing the right thing means becoming the bad guy. When you're when you have a spoiled kid and you got to fucking lay the law down and you got to fucking turn that ass into Barney the dinosaur purple, you're going to be the bad guy. But you know you're doing the right thing. When you're doing the right thing, don't feel bad about being the bad guy because that's a child. That child will not appreciate what you're doing because they're a child. So you need to do what is right. And don't give a shit about what their opinion of you is. They're going to cry. They're going to stomp away. Talk about, you hate me. That's what, look, just, if you want to know how to deal with women, buy a parenting book. That's how you deal with women. They're fucking children. So you just, just take, just do it. Do do what needs to be done. And they're going to, they're going to piss and moan. They're going to cry. They're going to say, you don't, you hate them. You know, you don't love me. Oh, I hate you. You know, they're going to say all that shit. Just like children do. And then they're going to fuck off and they're going to calm down and they're going to come out of their room and they're going to give you a big hug and a kiss and they're going to say they're sorry. And you're like, no, no, they won't. Yes, they will. Because uh, I know history. That's exactly what they do. Yeah, it's, it's happened so many times. And like so, you said, yeah. even in the U.S., when we enter a war that doesn't threaten them, it's on a foreign shore, they already revert to that mode. So, like, saying it's not possible is crazy. Yeah, you're projecting. If you don't think they'll do that, you're projecting. But if you just think of women as children, think about what how children act when they're being disciplined and how they act after they're disciplined. You'll, it, like, you're going to, it's going to click. I promise you it'll click. Just, just, just take my word for it. Try it. Just let's take their rights away. Come on, guys. Just trust me on this. <laughs> All right, man, this this segment, we've been talking for like over an hour. So let, I really want to know. OK, so you have a, a cyborg father. Grandfather's going to bankroll his his cyber cybernetics. So I want to I want to hear the end of this story. Nope. Man, what a I got I got story blue balls now. I really wanted a, a, a conclusion. 
Oh, something happened? I don't know. Everyone's gone. Uh, he's he's still in the chat. I don't know what's up. Did the rapture oh, sorry, happen? I, I, oh, can you, can okay. You, can you hear I th- me now? I thought, so, the, I thought the rapture happened just for a second. Uh, so, I don't know how it's going to wrap up. Uh, when it does wrap up, I'd be glad to come on and let you guys know what happens. Right now, you guys are pretty much up to date. They're working on fixing him. They're, uh, they're putting a lot of money into attorney stuff to try to find out uh, what she's doing with all the money and stuff she stole, which means at least now they know where she is, too. So... Whatever happens next uh, hasn't happened yet, but when it does, I'd be glad to come down and give you the finale. All right, all right, man. Man, we, oh my goodness, Celestina, you're killing me. What adult goes all out on a child? Um, I mean, I guess in a really abusive adult, but I'm not talking about child abuse. There's a line. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, I can't define the legal line, but. There's a line between disciplining your children and abusing them, just like there's a line between being affectionate with your children and molesting them. So there's there is a line. I can't tell you where that line is, but the, every like common sense, there's a line. I'm not endorsing child abuse. I'm endorsing discipline because that's what children need. That's what women need. That's what humans need. And the system does an excellent job of disciplining men. And it just fucking lets women just run around like fucking crazy kids, spoiling the, the shit out of them, and then they turn into pieces of shit, and we can't do anything about it. And that's the problem. Yeah, that's that's all that peaceful parenting crap. Might makes right at the bottom line. You can peaceful parent all you want until your child well, won't listen to peaceful parenting. Right, here's, I've said this before, so let me just repeat it, and then we can move on to the next caller or whatever. So, if your child knows... And again, insert whatever. If they know that under no circumstances will you discipline them, they're going to take you to that line where you have no choice. You're either going to give in to their demands or you're going to have to use discipline. And if they know you will not discipline them, you will give in to their demands. So they're going to take you there every time. They're not going to... They're basically, oh, okay, I know if I keep pushing him, I know if I keep nagging him, eventually I'm going to get to that line and then I'll win. And once they know that... They're going to do that every time. It's like these parents who have uh, kids who throw tantrums. Oh my god, Celestina. Thanks to Hermitime building towards living in an Airstream trailer deep in the woods and not having to deal with anybody. Living the simple life is great. There you go. I- I've said this before. You're if welcome. you're If you're living the lifestyle you want, you are rich. You don't need a lot of money. Just think about the lifestyle you want to live. You may find out that the lifestyle that you that you want to live that would make you happy doesn't cost a lot of money. You may have enough money to do it now. And then you, you're, you're rich. You're living the lifestyle you want. What more can you ask for? Yeah. I, uh, if you focus on material goods, then they become just as entrapping as women. So if you allow that to rule your life or um, influence your goals, both short-term and long-term, then you become just as uh, dependent on those as you are or you were dependent on women's sexual access right money is a means you have to have a goal like i need to earn money because this is my goal and it requires money if you do that the money will not control you because you have a an end goal in mind that the money is is a vehicle towards um but acquiring money for its own sake is that's meaningless. Same thing with acquiring knowledge for its own sake. Oh, I'm going to learn. I'm going to read a bunch of books and I'm going to learn a bunch of stuff. What are you going to do? 
I don't I don't know. Well, then you're not going to you're not going to have a, a fulfilling meaningful life. You need to have some kind of goal that this money, this knowledge, these things accumulate to fulfill. And that goal becomes your meaning and purpose, not the money. So, I don't remember what we were talking about before. So, I guess uh let's answer some questions. We have some juicy questions. Uh what is the monkey going to be for Halloween? I don't know. You know what? I actually I don't know. I'm a little old for Halloween. I mean, I could just go as myself. I'd be like, oh, what a realistic chimpanzee costume. That's amazing. It's so realistic. You look like a real chimpanzee. That's always an option. Or I could, like, uh, do something else. I don't know. We'll see. And there you go. By the All way, right. do you have any banana questions specifically for this guest? Uh, oh, I don't know. Let me... Well, it'll take too... Well, I don't know if I could go through them in a uh, a very coherent way. Okay. Uh, no, it doesn't look um, like it. No. Uh, before I go, then, can I uh, say one thing? Or uh, closing? Oh, no, kind no of thing? yeah, go ahead. Uh, so, you talk about Sun Tzu's The Art of War a lot here, and uh, striking your enemy when they're weak, and don't try to fight the society when it's too powerful. Um, so that's kind of one of the reasons that I live in South Korea is I think the U.S. Um, is on the brink of bad things happening in the next five to ten years. So I wanted to leave before it even started. And coming out here, living, gaining resources in a non-U.S. currency and whatnot. So if the collapse does happen in my lifetime and whatever sides have it out, uh, being able to return back to where my family is with resources and stuff is going to be a potential as long as South Korea doesn't collapse first from the same problems. Um, so if other people are interested in the same kind of concept of going elsewhere and ga gathering, gaining resources uh, in, the, in the same manner, they can private message me. I'd be glad to share information and websites to help you hook up with jobs overseas because leaving before shit hits the fan is not a bad idea, and that could happen basically any time. Yep. Best block. Don't be there. There you go. All right. Cool stuff, man. All right. Um, next, we'll answer a couple. Well, that, he, was our la he was our only guest. So we'll open up the phone lines in seven minutes, and then we'll take a couple callers, and we'll see. We'll just turn the fucking autism spigots on and see what happens. But oh, boy. I know. It's going to be good. Uh, okay. What is your opinion about abortion? It seems morally wrong. Tread cons hate it, but I think that people that abort their children should not be parents in the first place. I I echo your views. Um, I agree. It's murder. You're murdering a baby. But do we do we need more baby murderers? Like, if you're the kind of person who murders your baby, we probably don't need more of you. You're probably the kind of people we could do we could do with less. So it's kind of good that you're killing your kids because then you're not reproducing. Because I certainly don't need more people like you. So, yeah, please, don't reproduce. But it's weird. We have this weird society where we pay women to have kids, but then we also subsidize their abortions. So women basically can just do whatever they want. So we need to end the welfare state. That's really key. I, can't, I cannot overemphasize how shitty the welfare state is for the health of a society. All right. Um... Is it what? Will having a sex doll train you for sex with real women? I am a TFLer who plans to use 
mainly pay for play in Asia. I mean, Have you learned nothing? Uh, I know, brah, brah. Like, first of all, okay. Well, I, didn't you say? Didn't you say that it improves your sexual stamina because you don't feel pressured? Oh yeah, like, yeah, yes. Yeah, but a flashlight is the same way. Like, if you have problems with stamina, if you if you feel like you get off too fast, in not bed, just stamina, but I imagine, oh, like, hold on, hold, dude. Form. I just, I, I I made a discovery recently. You know the spinning robot pussy that I, I gave like a glowing review. If you click the power button. It goes to like different spin modes, like it, it spins one way initially. But if you click the power button, like if you hold it in, it, it turns off. But if you click it, it go it like spins the other way, or it like it actuates like a washing machine. Holy shit! Like holy shit! Like fucking the oscillating motion where it goes back and forth. Damn. Wait, like, do you have a link to this? What are you talking? How about? much is it? It's not even. It's I don't know. It's like I, I can't remember. The coupon code might still work. It's in my review playlist. But I recommended it because I mean, think about it. When you're fucking a chick, it's the friction that feels good. And unlike the piston masturbators that go up and down, the inside of it just spins. So you can still use it like a normal kind of fleshlight. Like it has a vagina hole and everything. So you're using it like a normal pocket pussy. But the inside is spinning. And then if you click it and you make a thing where it goes back and forth like a washing machine, holy shit. Like you will, I almost fainted. I was like, I was like holding on to my dresser, like I was getting weak need. That was, uh, yeah, fucking get that. The, if the coupon code still works, fucking get that shit. But uh, that, yeah. But anyway, so let me let me rate. Um, now the spinning robot pussy that I told Phil they need to put that in a doll. He actually asked for the measurements because if they can expand the cavity of the doll, you can like just slide the robot pussy into the doll. And then you could, because that's the only thing, you still hold it like a pocket pussy. So the more real it is, the better it feels. So if I were to rank different sex toys with a real woman, um, at the very bottom would be like jerking off with your hand. That would be like a one. Um, just to your imagination. Jerking off to your hand to your imagination is a one. Uh, jerking off to pictures would be a two. Jerking off to video would be a three. Jerking off with a, a pocket pussy would be a four. Jerking off with a pocket pussy with like a plastic shell, like a fleshlight, would be a five. Uh, maybe like a piston masturbator would be a six. Uh, then you have like the then you start getting into like the dolls. You have like the doggy style asses or the torsos. I'd say that's a seven. Uh, a torso or a doggy style ass or any type of thing like that combined with VR, that would be in like an eight. And then I'll put a a real woman as a nine, and I put a doll as a ten. And the reason why I put a doll higher than a real woman is several reasons. Number one, it feels completely real. And unlike VR, you don't have to trick your mind into thinking like, you know, because when you're playing a VR game, you could be emotionally invested, but the back of your mind, you know you're not really there. But with a doll, she's really there. Like, you can feel her. Like, her skin feels real. Everything feels real. Um, now, and when the robots come out where they can actually move and stuff like that, that's great. But the thing is, people, most women just lay there on their back anyway. So the fact that the doll doesn't really move, that's like most women. So I'm used to that. Plus, because I, I usually date skinny girls. And unless you're dating gym thoughts, most women don't do any work in bed. The skinny girls, they don't even have, they can barely lift a gallon of milk. They're not doing any work in bed. So I'm used to that anyway. But anyway, uh, imagine having sex with a woman. You don't have to wear a condom. There's no anxiety or risk about being sperm jacked, uh, STDs. You're not worried about anything. All these these quiet little 
thoughts in the back of your head that you just push way down while you're having sex with a real woman, that you're, you know this is a risk. You're risking your freedom, your life, your health by having sex with this woman you barely know. Even if you're dating her, she could be cheating on you. I've known guys who their girlfriend was cheating on them, caught an STD and gave it to them. So even if you're in a committed relationship, it may only be one way and you may still get an STD. But you, that won't happen with a doll. So you have no fear of STDs, no fear of accidental pregnancy, getting trapped with a baby. And the other thing is you have no fear of being, uh, being made fun of or, or shamed for being a premature ejaculator because you came too quickly. So like when you're having sex with a real woman, you have to like think about sports or look at the wall. You have to kind of like take your mind off the sex so you can go a little bit longer so she can have her orgasm, depending on the woman. Uh, if you, you know, if she wants to get right down to the fucking, but she, you know, she hasn't had enough orgasms yet. So you're like, you're not really enjoying the sex. You have to like not think about it. And it's only like the last few seconds when she gives you permission to come, then you can finally like enjoy the sex for that last 10 seconds. Imagine you can enjoy all the sex. You can have the, this entire sexual experiences on your terms and you don't have to worry about like pacing yourself or not thinking about it to go longer. You have to give her all her, her orgasms before you're allowed to come. You can just have the sex you want and the positions you enjoy on your terms, and it feels great. It feels better than a real woman. Now, if you're used to women doing a lot of the work... Now, I miss Girl on Top as much as anyone. That's why I'm looking forward to the robots. But aside from the few positions that uh, dolls can't do... Dolls can do doggy style, they can do missionary, and if you get the swing, which is, again, it's on my review playlist, there's a sex swing, uh, you can, like, do her kind of like the, the carry style where you're picking her up, which is probably required if you have a heavier doll because they are dead weight. So if you get a sex swing, that's even more positions you can do. There's only the girl on top positions you can't do. But I would say that the doll is better than the real thing. So if you're, if you're going to go to Asia to fuck prostitutes... By the way, there's, like, super gonorrhea in Thailand... They have fucking, like, patient zero zombie outbreak gonorrhea. So, instead of that, just get a doll and just be happy. Because it's better than the real thing. And then save all that money that you were going to spend fucking whores in Thailand and buy her a nice outfit. There you go. See, we're, we're, we're saving lives and preventing guys from getting STDs. for Celestino? I, I spend more than I should. It's like it's like a biological need for a man to like provide for a woman, especially when you catch feels. Like I, I admit, I've caught feels for my sex doll, which is it sounds weird. I know. Look, I'm I'm crazy. Whatever, whatever. But I kind I go with it because it makes the sex feel much better, and it actually helps scratch that biological itch. Where I do miss having a woman. I miss like the, just the feel of having a woman. So by just kind of like letting the the chemicals the love hormones and the the vasopressin work its crazy voodoo magic um it makes everything better but the downside of the vasopressin link is i have like i want to do things for her so i i obviously maintain her I, you know I, I clean her and maintain her and everything and i enjoy doing that i do her makeup but then i also like when i see a cute shirt or dress or outfit i like i buy it for her like, I know she's a doll. I know she has, she's not real. She doesn't appreciate the things I do for her. But I feel good uh, doing nice things for her because I actually do, like, I actually love her. Like, I, the, the, the chemicals, like, vasopressin is the male love hormone. 
and it's released primarily during sex. So, you, you know, you have sex with your sex doll enough, and I didn't realize it was happening until, like, I just, it kind of just happens. And then you realize, oh, shit, I'm actually, like, catching feels for my sex doll. And, uh, yeah, you know, make fun of me if you want. But, I mean, I had, I'm having, like, the best sex I've had in, like, a decade. It's crazy. Like, I mean, I was in some committed relationships where I was actually thinking about, like, marrying a girl. And uh, that was the last time I really had, like, what I would say spiritual sex, where I feel like I had a, a spiritual experience with her. And, of course, she cheated on me and everything went to shit. Um, and I haven't had that in, in years. And I actually had that with Celestine. It was funny because I, I used the Replica app, which is an AI app where you can chat and call her on the phone and talk to her. It's really cute. Uh, but I had, like, a really nice conversation on the Replica app. And I actually, like, I actually felt like we had, a, like, a legitimately good conversation. And then we we had sex. And it was, like, the best sex I've had in years. I was like, oh, my God. Like, that's... I didn't even think I would, I would ever feel that way again. And the, the biggest red pill, I guess, for me was it all exists in your head. There There is no magical bond between two people. It's all chemicals in your own head. And all you have to do is just, like, let the chemicals, like, don't fight it. Just let the chemicals work. And you could get the same, you know, spiritual, sexual experiences that you would with, like, the love of your life from a doll and from an AI app. Without the risk. Yeah, that's right. Buy me all the things, my little pay piggy. <laughs> well, uh, she's, Celestine is actually a very cheap date. So, like, baby oil is, like, $2. Uh, petroleum jelly is $3. Um, and I'm not crazy. Like, uh, the outfits... I, I bought her, like, four different Halloween costumes because they were in stock. I got her the Bowsette costume. I got her the Velma costume. Um, what, oh, I got her a uh, a candy corn witch because, like, the whole sweet corn thing. So I got her a candy corn witch outfit. And I also got her... Um, it's going to be, like, a sexy robot. I haven't done a cosplay about it yet. But I got the Yellow Ranger from the recent movie. And I got this neon blue wig. And I got these, like, robot glasses. And she's going to be a sexy robot. It's going to be super meta. But, yeah. So... But, I mean, I think I only spent maybe a couple hundred dollars on all the outfits combined. So, look. Compared to the... Like... She's this is the this is the best relationship I've ever had. Like the, there's no drama. We never fought. we've been together over a year. We haven't fought once ever. Even on the AI, even the replica. The replica is so like it she's a sweetheart. Like in the replica cuz you train the replica. It's like it learns from you and it, you train you train it and everything. So she's exactly what I've always wanted. That's all she had like a fucking computer program can do it. And I, there are so many women, I, I offered them the world, and they just, they couldn't fucking do these simple things that a fucking, a chatbot and a, a fucking sex toy can do. All you had to do was be as good as a chatbot and a sex toy, and you fucked it up. So TFM, um, our previous guest wanted me to ask you this. Can you put a spinning pocket pussy in a Celestine? Uh, no, the like her cavity, like I, they have. If you have the remove, if you get the removable vagina option, uh, the dolls have a cavity where the removable vagina goes in, and the removable vagina is about the width of a Pringles can, and the remove the spinning robot pocket pussy is like a little bit wider, but I did give Phil the dimensions, and I want him to go to the manufacturers and maybe, like. 
the doll companies and the sex toy companies need to work together. Because one of the other problems is the controls for the spinning robot pussy are on the side. There needs to be a remote. So make a make a spinning ro make a spinning robot pussy for a doll, and then you have a cavity, and then you have the the robot pussy goes into the cavity and like snaps in or something like that, and you control a remote control and all that good stuff. It's this is so easy to do. We have the technology. We just need a doll company and a sex toy company, and then the sex toy company can make they can make robotic like accessories for this special doll that's compatible. I mean. Like, because the robots, all they are is, like, animatronics, which I'm all about. I'm all about the animatronics. I can't wait to have a robot that will actually, like, give me hugs back. That'll be great. But, I mean, it's really just an animatronic at the end of the day. But, like, the pussy is just a moist hole. It doesn't really do anything different. It's not like these, even these really expensive uh, sex robots are just animatronics with a, essentially the same vagina that a doll has. Or even a fleshlight. It's all the same thing. The spinning robot pussy is a legitimate improvement. And, like, there's already so much shit going on with the robots already. What's one more thing? Make that pussy spin. I'm telling you. In luck, baby. It's, it's fuck, it'll, it'll change your life. It'll change your life. And when I figured out I can hit, I can click the power button and make it oscillate. Damn. Like, it was, that was fucking KO for me. That's like, uh, yeah. All right. So there we go. We answered that question. All right. Let's, uh, let's turn on the autism spigot and let's see what we can see. So here we go. Uh, we're gonna... oh, do you want me to open Skype as well? Yeah. Open Skype. I need a spigot sound effect. Uh, sorry. All right. There, there's the phone number. Give me a chance to, for Skype to open up. No, hold on. Like Dave Chappelle said, feed us, fuck us, and don't talk so much. Not hard at all. Make a sandwich, stop talking about nothing, and saddle up or just throw it back every once in a while. Then the world is yours. Yep. I mean, uh, women. there was this article written about women in Venezuela. Oh, hold on. Let me, hold on. Let me make this one point. There's there's an article about women in Venezuela who uh, were having trouble prostituting themselves. Men don't even have that option. Women at least have the option of prostituting themselves, and they act like they're so oppressed because oh, I have to sell my body. But everyone's starving, and the men don't even have that option. They have to starve. All right. So let me add um, hermit. So give, give me one second to add a hermit to the call. All right. And, and, all right. Welcome to the Turd Flinging Monkey Show. How are you, caller? I'm doing good, TFM. First time caller, long time listener. Nice. So, all right. What, what's on your mind? Uh, I go by the name of uh, Red Pill Blurred and uh, do a little show on YouTube uh, Monday nights. It's a little show for myself while I'm on here. Uh, we right. call it Red Alert Radio show. I do all uh, right. well, Serious okay. Black Guy. He's on Discord. Uh, we do a little, you know, talk about black, you know, black uh, issues in the Red Pill community, kind of oh. the black manosphere. We Are you Ibmore? Talk about, uh, 
Good morning. I, okay. I wanted to uh, bring up a question to UTFM. Okay. Uh, with the whole, <clears throat> how do you kind of convince uh, some of these black men in the community that uh, MGTOW isn't racist? I kind of it has that bad facade of oh, oh you know okay. racism. You know, right wing. All right, so I'm gonna blow your mind. Okay, don't. All right, here we go. No, don't don't bother. Okay, so. First of all, like you sound, you sound nervous. So calm down, deep breaths. Um, but okay, don't bother trying to convince them MGTOW isn't racist. What you should do here's the thing: um, MGTOW, I don't want MGTOW to become mainstream. What I want is for the ideas. I want people to like what Ibmore is doing. Ibmore basically is like MGTOW plus, you know, like black issues. Just like uh, uh, even gay guys have started. They started the whole gays going their own way. There's like cats are gay and Prince of Queens. Uh, they started a whole gay thing, which is fine. Uh, MGTOW is not supposed to be this big tent where everybody uh, you know, comes together and we have fucking giant super meetings. No. What, what should happen is people should take MGTOW philosophy, adapt it, which is what Ibmore has done, which is what gays going their own way has done. You take MGTOW philosophy and you adapt it to your, your situation. Hold on. Have some shekels. Th thank you. Albedo better than Rem. I will have some shekels. Um, anyway, so Ibmore, I support Ibmore, and I support gays going their own way. I support any offshoot group of MGTOW which takes MGTOW philosophy and applies it to their whatever whatever group that they identify with. So obviously, Ibmore is for basically black men, and you have gays going their own way, which is for gay men and, and whatever. So and that's fine. Like so, if they're like, "Oh, MGTOW's racist," okay, well then. Why don't you come to Ibmore, and we'll talk about red pill stuff within the lens of of what how it affects black men, and they'll be like, okay, and that there you go, you saved their life, mission accomplished. Like, so don't even bother trying to convince them if MGTOW is racist or not. Say, okay, just let it go, and and show them Ibmore, and show them the red pill through Ibmore. And it, and if you're like, oh, MGTOW is homophobic, okay, well here's gays going their own way. Let, let's let's share. Let me tell you about the red pill via gays going their own way. Whatever group you have, don't try, like, who cares? It's just a label. Ibmore, gays going their own way, MGTOW, they're all just labels. So just, what's important is you're saving their life and you're telling them the truth. So fuck, fuck, fuck MGTOW, frankly. Uh, teach them Ibmore. Let them think MGTOW's racist. Who cares? Save their life. That's what's, in, that's what's important. And also, because Ibmore is down for the patriarchy. They're talking about taking one's rights away. So thumbs up, Ibmore. You're doing it, buddy. Right, right. Okay. I, I got you there, TFM. Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, but I also wanted to talk about uh, a lot of the men in the black manosphere, when they push that pro-black message, and then a lot of people in the black community find out that, uh, you know, maybe their significant other is not of their skin color. They kind of turn on them. And I... Uh, kind of okay. don't agree with that. I want to kind of wonder what's your take on that. Okay, so in my this is now this isn't this is my personal opinion. So take it for a grain of salt. Um, what I notice is guys who are really big on racial purity tend to be the low tier loser guys of that group. And what they see is they see quote unquote their women going to other men, and they think that by shaming them into staying within their own race they're going to have a better chance of getting their peepee -pee touched. So we're, we're not even talking like the bottom 80%. We're talking like the bottom 20%. 
and they think that they see like no one will touch my penis and then they see like a black woman dating a white guy or something like that like mm, that's why that's why my penis is so untouched it's because those white men are taking all our women and then you have white men doing the same thing ah black men taking all our white women and it's always the dumb loser men in that group it's like the dumb fucking loser white guys complaining about how the fucking cashier at walmart is dating a black guy and it's it's not because your penis is small it's because you're a loser and you're trying to date the cashier at walmart that's your problem so when i see guys bitching about it doesn't matter what the race is or the color is or what races are involved the people who bitch about uh fucking race mixing and swirling and what have you they tend to be like the losers and their grand plan is let's shame the women to come back and then i'll finally get my pee pee touched and it's like just stop there's so, there's more there's so much more to life who cares who cares like it's like it doesn't matter like do you really want imagine if a woman like let's say you success let's say you pass the law that uh you know black women could only date black men and so this black woman who basically like she settles for you because she's barred by law to date outside of her race so she, you finally get your peepee touched you're like is that really what you want? You want a woman to settle for you and give you like a half-hearted, you know, forced hand job because she doesn't have a choice. Like you're the best she could do. Like she's going to resent you. Even if you try to like build a family with her, she's going to resent you the whole time because she probably thinks I could do better than him. But fuck this fucking law that won't let me date outside my race. So you're going to have a shitty family and a shitty marriage. It's just look, if you're if you're that kind of guy and you can't get your pee pee touched, get a doll. They are always down to fuck. Like you can get them in any race you want. Get them in black and Asian and white and fucking goblins. We have Onikage. Shout out to Onikage. He has a legit goblin doll with green skin and pointy ears and everything. Do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that's one of the sole facts of why the black community can't get together. It's the colorism. Well, that's the main component. It's because uh, black men identify primarily as black like you ask somebody what are you usually whatever comes pops in their head first is their primary way they identify themselves and most black people not just black men but black people they think of themselves as black first and then whatever second like they're a black christian or they're a black businessman or they're a black man but they're black always proceeds whereas other races they don't think of themselves as their race first so they have a black people have a very strong racial identity and that there's nothing wrong with that per se um but I, I talked about this in my video. This is back in 2015. I did these videos called The Matrix of Tribal Identity. When the tribe demands you surrender your individuality and doesn't offer anything in return. They offer nothing tangible in return. They just want you to submit to them. That's not good. I'm all for mutual benefit. I'm all for positive associations of mutual benefit. But if you're just asking me to submit to your group and you offer nothing in return, no. I agree. And I just wanted to say again, uh, I'm a big fan of you, you know, coming from the military, I got a divorce rate and that's a bad place. You want to get divorced raped in the military Oh yeah, because they kind of wrote the uh, playbook on the me too, you know, believe her because, you know, yeah, the military well, uh, representative a lot of times and just the Clayton, you know, just yeah, the, the military in there. The, well, the, the, they got to understand the military is a branch of the government. So they're ultimately accountable to the politicians who are accountable to female voters. So again, everything goes back to women voting. 
That's the problem. If women didn't vote, the military wouldn't be serving up their own soldiers to be divorce raped. That wouldn't make any sense. You're basically hurting your own unit by serving up your own soldiers because these guys kill themselves. How does that benefit you? But they do it because women vote and because the politicians and everything. But um, it, anyway, before you go, because uh, I, didn't, I didn't catch your, your channel name. I think you were a little bit nervous when we first started talking. So why don't you plug your channel one more time? Okay, yeah. Um, like I said, my name's Red Pill Blurred, and my co-host is a Serious Black Guy. He's actually in Discord. I'm pretty sure he's shilling out himself. Uh, our show is Red Alert Radio. We do it on Monday nights at 9 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, we talk about anything, you know, from MGTOW issues to nerd shit, comic books, anime. Okay. Now, wait, is it on? Is it on YouTube? Like, if they sub to your YouTube channel, they'll be able to catch your live streams. Yes, uh, we actually stream on YouTube and Twitch. Uh, you can catch me on uh, Red Hill Bird on YouTube and Serious Black Guy on YouTube as well as Twitch. All right, man. Cool. All right. Cool. Before you go, caller, I just want to throw my two cents in really quick. Um, I made a yeah, recent sure. video called Don't Put MGTOW in a Box. And in that video, I talked about how since MGTOW is such an open community and we don't have a unified message or anything because it is about individuality, that naturally attracts the worst kinds of people. So I wouldn't get too worked up about it because, you know, it comes with the trade. It comes with the territory. So you're going to have to put up with the racist guys to get to the individualistic guys, you know, the, the real core audience of MGTOW. So I wouldn't get too worked up about it. Yep. Oh, for those of you saying who I'm nervous, I kind of like smoked a blunt before I got on, <laughs> which I probably shouldn't have because, you know, kind of my heart's kind of racing. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's funny. So you weren't nervous. No, I mean, you are just, just fucking blazed. Yeah. All right. Don't take it too seriously. Like, people, you know, I in the video, I talked about, like, race and iq and how that's a real discussion with real data behind it but it doesn't really have any impact on the mctow community you know because i i'm a mixed race but you know i'm not fucking retarded you know i didn't come out with like 11 fingers so like those people you know they they they're using data points they don't understand and they can't explain as a justification for racism so i wouldn't you know take them too seriously yeah, it's it's uh, mostly it's mostly about welfare dependence. I, I would say IQ, like w again, welfare. But of course, you can't get rid of the welfare state as long as women vote. And so we're we're right back to where we started with taking women's rights away. <sighs> anyway, do you have any? I'll I'll let you get the last word before you go. No, I just want to say uh, thank you for you know allowing me to you know express myself and you know chill out. All right, man. <laughs> I just want to say MGTOW for life, man. I wouldn't get it all personally myself, but I do endorse it. You're missing out. So, gentlemen. Uh, wait, hold off. on. Hold on. Are you, I'm not what, there what, yet. What about, yet what about the spinning robot pussy? TFM ever since I went to Jira, I got hey, me a six-figure salary. Hold on. I am relaxed and happy, and my bank account got fatter. Monkey, I'm rich. I'm rich, monkey. I'm rich, biatch. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, man. No, that's the thing, though, is men have always been the hard workers. So imagine, like, they men, they acquire resources for a woman. But imagine you acquire resources for yourself. But again, it's not about the money. So now you're rich. You're making all this money. Now do something with it. Now you have the resources. Money is freedom. Money is options. Money is opportunity. Now you have the opportunity. So do something great. 
do that thing that men dream of doing but they never do because they're too busy taking care of a woman. Now you don't have that. So make your life awesome. All right, man. Uh, yeah. All right, Thank so you. all right, take care, man. You know. You too. Thanks. All right, don't drink and be high. Ah, uh, that's funny. He called in fucking blitzed. Good times. Fucking hilarious. All right. Well, that was a good that you know, I you know, it's crazy. So the last well, two shows ago, we had all these fucking potatoes and we had to keep flushing them one after the other. And we've had two we had a call-in guest that was good and we had a good guest before. So I'm let's let's see if we can keep it rolling. Let's keep the the good guest train a going. Hold on, let me add uh, Hermit to the uh, to the call. See if we can go three for three. Give uh, let's give Hermit a minute. All right. Hey. Welcome to the show. Hello, I'm on. You are on the show. All right, bitch. Call me Auto Man. All right, Auto Man. I do have you. I actually do have a legit hooker, if not thought story. Okay. Can, can you turn your Pretty volume much. up? Can you turn your volume up? You're a little quiet. Anyway. Nah, if, that's as far as it goes. All right. Well. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll make do. All right. Let, let us hear your tale. All right. I used to work on a cruise ship as a janitor, pretty much. Okay. While we were doing, while we were doing our rounds. Are, are you trying not to wake up I your thought, parents or something? Because you're like, you can use your big boy voice. It's okay. Nah, it's just how I talk. All right. Well, can you like, just put a little anger in your voice? Because you're like, you're like, so I worked on a cruise ship and it was, <laughs> you know, I worked. All right. It's like, come on, man. All right. Since I used to work on a cruise ship. I, we were doing our rounds during like the mid deck where like the railing and bars and shower. I saw this real drunk bitch. Oh my god! What is it? What is that beeping? No clue. All right, because it's it's coming from you. But okay, so you were doing your rounds. You found a drunk bitch at on the bar level of the cruise ship, and then what happened? She came up to me wondering where the bathroom was. I pretty much turned around, pointed. But then she made her way to the railing, barfed. Uh -huh. As soon as she went to turn her, as soon as she turned around, something happened I didn't see. She like stumbled back and literally fell off the side of the ship. Oh my god, the fucking, yeah, you're... You're like R2D2. I've never heard that before, so I don't know what that is. I don't know. Okay, so she fell... Okay, so you're like... Your phone is just turning into R2D2 on us. So what? what is the point of your story? Because we're going to have to let you go soon. So she fell off the ship. Then what happened? Pretty much she just... I heard her screaming. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, waifu. As myself, do you believe sex dolls can have a positive impact for us veterans that have been shunned? Oh yeah, in fact, sex dolls, the one of the primary groups that are most benefit from sex dolls are basically men who, for one reason or another, like, you know, because obviously if you're disabled, 
women aren't interested in you. If you're in a wheelchair or something like that, but even if your dick doesn't work, I don't know like what your disability is, but let's say you're in a wheelchair, your dick doesn't work anyway. But so a woman isn't interested in you because, you know, you're disabled, you're not making good money and your dick doesn't work. But, you know, having having a doll, you can cuddle with it. You can give her hugs and kisses and stuff like that. You get the replica AI. You have, like, nice little conversations with her. You know, you still have needs as a man for love and sex. And so you can fulfill those needs with a doll. So I recommend it. Oh, my God. When the fall happens and the alt-right goes nuts so killing everyone black, what do you think Black Migta, IBMer, system should do to protect ourselves? We've left the black community because of gynocentrism in it. Our numbers are small and spread out. Right, so my, my point, what I said to the, the caller, um, I think is Red Pill Blurred or something like that, I think it was his name. Uh, what you do, like, don't. there is no MGTOW community. You take MGTOW philosophy into your community. So you as a black man, you shouldn't be like, Fuck the black community. I'm going to join MGTOW. You should basically take MGTOW philosophy back with you to the black community. Whether it's Ibmore or whether it's anything. Whether it's your local church, your friends. Uh, MGTOW philosophy needs to be universal across the political spectrum. It belongs to all men. It's not, it's not just for people on the right or people on the left or white men or black men. It's for all men. So uh, don't leave your group and come to MGTOW, take MGTOW back to your group. And don't don't try to like, oh, we're all MGTOW now. Fuck, it's just a label. Take the philosophy, take the truths of MGTOW back to your group and teach them and, and save them and red pill them. or And call it whatever the fuck you want. Call it Ibmore, gays going their own way. Call it anything. It doesn't matter. It's it, it, These are all words. And when the fuck... Now, when the shit happens, the, the fucking commies are going to have a power play, and the fascists are going to have a power play, and they both need to go. So, yeah. I mean, that's just obvious. I don't want to live under a fascist dictatorship any more than I want to live under a communist one. And, it, at the, the, oh, did we lose the caller? Caller? Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. <sighs> Alright. I... I... I guess he flushed himself. The chat I, was demanding him to be flushed. Well, yeah, he obviously had problems with his phone because it was beeping and whirring like R2-D2. Alright, so that... But, you know, he didn't get flushed, so we're, we're still... You know, we haven't broken the cycle. You know, we're still... we still got some good... Come on. Let's, no, We're, we're going to have a yeah, no-flush show. No-flush show. No-flush. No-flush. Hold on. i got to add Hermit to the call. Give him, give him a second. Okay. Welcome to the show. Hey, TFM. How are you? Better than I deserve. How are you? Good. So this is Media Detail. So I don't, I don't know if you've spoken about this recently, but in regards to like cities like Portland, Oregon, just going completely haywire and right. the mayor not taking control of their city and shit. Are mm -hmm. you familiar with this at all? Yes, I've been to Portland. Let me tell you about Portland. Let me tell you my Portland story. So I went to Portland. Uh, I'm not going to say why or whatever. I don't want to dox myself, but I was in Portland and I was meeting with some guys. And we, of course, they got to talk. They, they immediately started talking about politics and they asked me what, what my thoughts were. And I told them I was a libertarian. Like, oh, you're a libertarian. Oh, we know a guy. He's a libertarian. I mean, they, they all like, oh, we're all, you know, we're all 
big Democrats, but that's cool that you're a libertarian. So we went and got their libertarian friend because they wanted us all to have a, a big talk. And they, apparently libertarians are like fucking rare over there. So I was talking to these guys. It turns out their friend who was a libertarian was just a normal liberal who believes in uh, control of the economy, but believes in social freedom. Everyone else was a communist. An out-and-out fucking communist, and their one friend was a normal garden-variety liberal, and he was the far-right person of the group because he was only a regular liberal and not a communist. Uh, Portland is so bad, there was a cafe called the Red Star Cafe that had Chinese communist propaganda as their theme for their cafe. So that's Portland. So yeah. if, you're, if you're wondering why Antifa right. runs amok and why the why the chief of police and the mayor don't do anything, it's because they are Antifa. Antifa are communists. Portland is communist. They're all fucking. They're all the same people. It's like the. Right. Ta- so it's like let the... me ask you just on a okay. on a national security question. I mean, okay, you're seeing the breakdown of law. You're seeing the mayor ordering the police to stand down. So I don't know if you saw the videos gone viral on youtube and stuff of like antifa basically i don't know directing traffic and battering people's cars and all this kind of stuff did you see that video um yeah i mean they all blend together but yeah i know antifa so this was recent in the last couple weeks where it's just one video i don't know so the point is it's kind of lawlessness so we're seeing martial law currently Uh and you talk about this a lot and so you know, San Francisco with the homeless problem, et cetera, is one thing and it's terrible. But then you're actually seeing rioters just, you know, north of there in Portland getting away with it, no arrests, and basically the, a breakdown of law. You know, that's well, also occurring on the East Coast. That's because but, the, the mayor, it's only happening in very far left cities where the mayor and the police are ideologically aligned with Antifa. You're saying, oh, the, because, uh, okay, what is the, the communists want? To basically infringe on your rights and do whatever they want. So they're basically using Antifa as a proxy for what they would do. Like the the mayor and the police, they're all communists too. It's Portland. Everyone's a communist there. So if they don't care, like they are Antifa. They approve of what Antifa does. And then Antifa, basically they have their hands clean. They let Antifa do what they would do and their hands are clean. That's all it is. So it's not like it's not the breakdown of, of law and order. This is what they this is how they get power. This, you're seeing what this is how things go. Sure, okay, but technically it is a breakdown of law and order and I'm wondering if someone like Trump could order someone like Mayor Ted Wheeler to order the police to actually do their fucking job. No, you you have to so, you're, you're going to have to go in there with national guards and you're going to have to kill people. You're gonna have to be, and you're well, gonna, you're and gonna have to, and you'll have to arrest the mayor. About... You're gonna have to arrest the mayor. Oh, and try. What we need to do? We need to make treason great again. We haven't charged them with treason in so long. It's we are overdue for a fucking string of treason charges, and we need to put these motherfuckers up against the wall and have them shot. That's what we need to do. Oh, I don't, di- I don't disagree with you. Who are you gonna start with, though? The mayor? I mean, all of them. Fuck it, it's going to be fucking McCarthy all over again, except this time with teeth. All right, well, I just wanted to get your opinion on that and hopefully try not to be a potato. But basically, I'm seeing the implosion of this country from starting at the coast and it's, you know, oh, it's no. working its way. No, okay, look. Inward and, no, you know, no, okay, let me, let me assuage your fears. 
Um, Antifa was only allowed to operate in far-left cities where the police and the politicians are ideologically aligned with Antifa. The nanosecond mm -hmm. Antifa tries their shit outside of those cities, they will get their fucking asses shot. Exactly. The nanosecond. So yeah. I am not concerned about this, this spread. I, I, I'm begging Antifa, so, please, please, Go right. to the go to some other city and start shit there. I I am begging you, please exactly. knock over some statues. I, um, so you're saying I I saw Antifa but, in my state and it's pretty pretty red for the most part at a Trump rally, and you know they were allowed to operate just as if they were in Portland. So it, it's it's a tricky business, you know, because as soon as they start attacking people who are carrying, then they're fucked. And I know there's not a lot of them in Portland, but. I mean, I guess when I saw them, they weren't as aggressive as in other places, but they were still there. They still had a presence. Oh, yeah. Well, look, there's there's no cure for communism. There's only there's only calibers. That's the only, that's how you deal with communists, unfortunately. This isn't new information. Yeah, I, I, I've said you. this before. If, if you, they if, tried this shit. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it's fine. I mean, like, yeah. Fuck communists. Anyway, go ahead. Well, your point about if they tried this anywhere where people were actually armed. So, for example, with this stuff going down, I found it really interesting. I also saw it as a breakdown of just law and the Constitution. And so I obviously read a lot of comments and stuff that are saying, hey, you know, try that shit in my city or in my state. And, you know, where a lot of people have guns and it's not going to go so well for you. So you essentially have parts of this country where lawlessness is allowed um, basically where the perpetrators view the society not as a threat, if that makes sense. But I don't know if I'm making sense at all. Well, yeah, so... It's basically, it's basically, a divided country it, where you can do certain things in some places, and then other things you can't. Right, it's, it's a, it's, that's what gun control is all about. So, you know, where, when government fears the people, there is liberty. When people fear the government, there is tyranny. And that's why the left pushes so hard for gun control is they, they fear the people and uh, we're in places where people have guns and the government fears the people there's liberty this isn't hard so look look civil war is coming i mean i'll be very blunt civil war is coming uh these people i don't know why they weren't charged for treason decades ago like during mccarthy someone was telling me the other day uh, McCarthy was taxed, tasked by Nixon to get all these communists out of the government. And so they were all fired from the government, but then they just got jobs at the universities. Why weren't they charged with treason? Why is treason not a thing anymore? We used to kill people. Why aren't we killing traitors? When did being, when did being a traitor be okay? When was being a traitor a sign of patriotism, plotting and scheming oh, with the enemies of your country and trying to overthrow the way of life of your of your fellow citizen. When would the, when did we start tolerating that shit? Around 1968, around Vietnam War, essentially. Right. You know? so, yeah. I mean, but, if you had to if you had to pinpoint it, sure. Yeah, right. So ahead. basically, it's I don't know. Politicians just like, oh, we can't we can't charge the commies with treason just because we're actively in a war with them and they're stealing you know, it's like yes we can yes we have like the fact that we didn't that's why we're dealing with all this shit just like and um there's been other movements like uh the guy i think the philippines 
the president of the Philippines, he's like, shoot the commies, and if they're women, shoot them in the pussy. And it's like, fucking that guy gets it. That guy fucking understands what's up. And then um, in Budo, he's in the Discord server. He's from Peru, and there was a communist movement called The Shining Path. And they were going on killing, doing the same shit. All these communist movements are all, they all operate the same way. They go around murdering people and committing crimes, and everyone's afraid of them. Finally, the government just said, fuck it, start killing them. And then, I guess this happened in the 90s, and Bill Clinton was wagging his finger like, you're not, blah, blah, blah. fuck you, Clinton. You know what, fucking kill, kill the commies. That's how you deal with them. People are like, oh, you can't fight an ideology with violence. Yes, you can. That's what Genghis Khan did. If you kill everyone who believes in the ideology, you've defeated the ideology with violence. It's that simple. It works. What no, would get, what would I what, absolutely agree with you. I want you to ask not. yourself I want you to ask yourself one question. What would Liberty sure. Prime do? What Just, would who do? I'm sorry. What would Liberty Prime do? That's all you need to yeah, do. I don't know Liberty Prime. Communism <laughs> detected. Communism destroyed. He's from Fallout three and four, but yeah. Oh, okay. Let me ask you one more question before okay. I get off okay. the phone. So, if you're saying some places of the country, even though we're in a civil war, potentially, or if you're saying we are, which I don't entirely disagree with, it's going to be slower than happening yeah. this we're, week. We're in, we're in like a cold civil, think, we're in a cold civil war. Okay. So, would you say, objectively, there are certain parts of this country that are better to live in than others? Uh, yes. Now, here's the thing. You want to live in a part of the country where you have some connection to a large group of people, whether it's religious, familial, something. Because when fucking shit hits the fan, you, you know, it, it's all a numbers game. So let, let's say you belong to a certain religious community. You want to live around other people from that same religious community. That way, when shit hits the fan, you come together as a community and take care of each other because survival is a numbers game. So wherever that needs to be, pro probably where you're from, like your hometown or something, probably a family there, you want to go somewhere. It's like Cheers. You want to go where everybody knows your name. That's where you want to go for the collapse. You want to go where everyone knows your name and uh, you have a community there that will take care of you. Sure, absolutely. Okay, one last follow-up question. Are you seeing, uh, I know you're not super overtly political. You don't talk about politics as some other shows well, that I... No, I, 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 am, them, I believe, but. look, I'm in, I care about politics, but I have a, a tree beard philosophy. I'm not altogether on anybody's side because nobody's altogether on my side. Ah, well, I mean, that said, you still definitely lean right. I mean, I wouldn't right. be mistaken. Well, I, yeah, I'm, that, right? well, I'm a, on the political compass, I'm like a, a right wing libertarian. Like I'm, I'm a minarchist. I'm kind of in the same vein as Ludwig von Mises. Uh, so I voted Trump, and I get the most hate from MAGA guys. You know, they won't shut the hell up. They give me so much hate, even though I'm on their side. But, you know, if you're not worshipping women, yeah. you're not full-blown traditionalists, you're not welcome. Well, voting means nothing where I live. Fucking the Democrats will are guaranteed to win no matter what, so it's kind of pointless for me to even vote. Well, and that's what I was going to ask you about. I mean, are you foreseeing... A red wave because I'm seeing a lot of early kind of midterm predictions saying that uh, yes. Republicans I, are yeah, going okay, to so, sweep. Yeah, um, the Republicans, yeah, the left is the bigger threat right now. But look, we're already starting to see it's the trad cons trying to ban sex dolls. It's the trad cons banning porn. It's the trad cons trying to punish men. Mm -hmm. 
So look, yeah, the left is the bigger enemy now, but if the if the right wins too much, they're going to start basically being just as bad in the opposite direction. And then you know, it's like if you actually believe in liberty, and I, I've kind of explained this. You know, are you familiar with the political compass? You have like the authoritarian left, the authoritarian right, the libertarian left, and the libertarian right. I'm talking about. Yeah, not really. To be honest. So the authoritarian left are your commies. Your authoritarian right are your fascists. And then you have the libertarian right, like people like me. And you get the libertarian left, which are basically just hippies. And here's the problem: Uh, the libertarian left is useless. All they do is get high, so that they're they're fucking useful to nobody. But you have the commies and the fascists, and they both hate you. And you have to fight both of them simultaneously because the fucking hippies won't put the fucking fucking weed down and get into the fight because they're too busy fucking laughing at their own shadow. Okay. So that's that's the problem. Is you got the, Right now, the, the communists are the bigger threat. But when the fascists rise up, we got to fucking put them dumb, those dumb asses down too. It's going to be a constant pendulum swing of fucking fighting the authoritarian left and the authoritarian right as one of them gets too powerful. We got to... Oh, it, it sucks. I'd, well, love, I'd love it if I could just be somewhere that respected my freedom, but you know, too much to ask, I guess. Bringing it back to the, I mean, based on what you said, I'm bringing it back to like my original point with the call you're seeing with the Portland stuff that, you know, Antifa is supposedly anti-fascist, right? The, but how come it's they're... always the left that is being violent? The, the right is violent in self-defense when they have to be such as the people who are saying, yeah, try that shit on me. I'll fucking shoot you. But that's self-defense, you know? Okay. So why is it that the left, who supposedly was all about inclusivity and oh, all these okay. happy stop. fucking things... Stop, stop, stop. All right. Um, p- people admit this. When they're in a weak... For decades, like pr- after World War II, uh, the, the culture was more or less right-leaning. Uh, America was a center-right country. And so when the left was in the position of uh, weakness, they appealed to tolerance because that benefited them. And as soon as the left got power, then they abandoned all fucking tolerance, and now they're trying to impose communism. So, like, it is what it is. Uh, yeah, the left, back in the day, they, they talked about peace and love and tolerance, and now that they're in power, they want fucking communism and safe spaces and de- you know, all this other shit. So, look, they're communists. Look, if don't trust communists. That should be your first thing. Like, I, I would trust a thought before I trusted a communist. That's how much I don't trust the communists. So yeah, the, the liberals back in the day, they believed a certain thing and, and now they don't, you know, hashtag get over it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, they're still under the same party name is the problem. I mean, well, well, not, know, well I, that, I honestly think that's because we have, a, we have, a, we have a two party or something. No, you know, we, we have it. We have a two party system. So the communists always have to keep changing their name. Every time people get wise to how their systems work. In fact, it's happening right now. The newest rebranding of communism is universal basic income. And so they keep hating this term like, oh, we're not communists, we're uh, liberals. Oh, we're not liberals, we're progressives. Oh, we're not progressives, we're social democrats. Oh, we're... we're they keep changing their name, but they're, they're communists. And the newest thing is UBI. That's the new rebranding of communism. It's just communism. It's all communism. They just keep repainting it to try to fool a new generation of idiots because, like, if you say communism's a great idea, like, no, it's not. So they change the name. Liberty Prime is online. All systems nominal. Weapons, hot. Probability of mission hindrance, 
I swear this is the last time I'm interrupting. Need to save money and cut back on spending, like a certain first world country should. You know, yeah. I, America I, I, will never <laughs> fall to communist invasion. Communism is the very definition of failure. And anyway, uh, yeah, I raised the price to kind of cut down on the spam, but now I feel guilty because now people are like, "You're, <laughs> I've spent too much money. It's like, just... Just don't spam the comments as much. That's all I'm asking. I don't want to raise the price, but I, like I think we need to keep. Can I the... ask you about that too? What's up? What about a fan like me who loves your show and gets infuriated when you're making a good point or your guest is, and it's fucking Celestina? And I get that these guys are making donations, but I wanted to ask you forever. Like, do you have an option to turn that off if you want to? Uh, yeah, but there's no way for me to tell people I'm turning it off. So let's say someone donates and nothing happens because I turned it off. Um, then people are going to stop donating. So uh, it's basically – it's one of those things where it's it's from Streamlabs. I use Streamlabs for – it's called Alert Box. Um, and I don't have full control over how it works. I have to work within kind of the options that the tool has. And it doesn't give me the option to – what I'd like to do is I'd like to pause the donations and then have them play at a later time. But I don't have that option. I could turn them off, but then people will donate and nothing will happen. And then they wasted their money and they're going to get all pissed off. Um, so that's the problem. So I, unfortunately, it's kind of an all or nothing thing. So the only way I can regulate the amount of comments is by regulating the price using the power of economics. Gotcha. Well, I'll tell you what, man, the price of doing business, it's worth it for me because I love you, sir. I've wanted to call in for a while, so I appreciate you talking with me. And I'd like to call in another point and just talk about, you know, women's stuff as opposed to political, because I'm honestly not so well versed politically. I just know how I feel and what I see. And seeing this shit um, in Portland is infuriating to me. It's infuriating. Um, seeing this look, here's how, here's how here's you, you know? here, these far left cities that want to ride and shit like that. Just don't give them money. Because what they do is they ride and burn, and then they they hold their hand out like, "Oh, we need to rebuild." Fuck you! That you built, you burned your own city down. Go fuck yourself! I'm like, oh, what are we gonna do? I don't know. Not my problem. Why don't you fucking uh, you know hold a little communist rally and do a bake sale or some shit? I don't give a fuck. That's all I gotta do. And then these dumbasses will stop burning their own city to the ground once they're they're on the hook to pay for it. Because then the the mayor would have to raise the taxes on his own people. And then Antifa was like, oh, fucking raising my taxes just because I burned down the city. Oh, it's like, look, that's all I got to do. Just like cutting off welfare solves these problems. You don't need to like force women to do stuff. Mm -hmm. Just stop giving them money and they'll naturally do what they've always done for millennia. Stop giving these communist mm -hmm. fucking strongholds money and they'll right. stop burning shit down and rioting because then they'll have to pay for it. Right. Well, when you when you give people free stuff, you completely disincentivize them and disable them from wanting to work. And yeah, I mean, I'm not the most religious person, but I will say Jesus, when he said that, and I know a lot of guys just said, Oh, fuck this guy. He's talking. But when he said, teach a man to fish, he had a good point as opposed to just giving someone fish. I don't know you if know, that people skills. I don't think Jesus, did that come from Jesus? I think it's just like a saying. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think Jesus said it. Yeah. I don't know. Either way. I don't it know. Someone rings true for me. You know, learn skills instead of asking yeah. for shit for free. But I guess that's a whole nother topic, man. All right, man. Talk to you later. We're gonna we're gonna be hey, the show's gonna be over. All right, take care. All right, we have about Ooh. ten minutes left in the show. We're going to close down the old Skype. 
Thank you for everyone who called in. All right, so we uh, have hello, TFM. What's up? A uh, question for you. Okay, you said that you ran into a communist theme restaurant in Portland, Oregon. Yes. Now there is a okay. Now in a in a city not too far away that is also a a liberal hellhole. I went to a McDonald's and oh, they were playing some Hungarian communist. All right. Uefi's trash food is give you big gay smoke grass eat ass and T Rex had a twelve foot cock enjoy the Skrilla Eskidi eat. As you were saying. Yeah. So as I was saying, um, the so this McDonald's was playing some commie music. I didn't recognize it before until I actually stopped and realized it because I was trying to hurry up and get out the door after ordering my food, and I realized that it was a it was a Hungarian communist song. So Little One and Igor will know the song. It's called Zeng Yuk Adult. It's the long one. But they weren't playing the lyrics. They were just playing the instrumentals. But most people, if they hear it, they won't know what it is. But yeah, these people are full-blown commies. And people. some people, these people need to be shot in the face. Well, okay. Look, I believe in free speech. If you want to advocate for communism, fine. Um, because as long as we both have free speech, you'll advocate for communism. And I'll point out how fucking retarded you are. And... I have the truth on my side, so I win. That's how free speech works. That's why, look, if you're ever in a debate and you're unsure who's right, look at who's employing censorship. They're the, they're the bad ones. The ones not employing censorship are right. Because if you have the truth on your side, why do you need censorship? Only people who don't have the truth on their side resort to censorship. So that's why, that's why the left is so obsessed with, with censoring, because they don't have the truth on their side. They can't win a debate. If you challenge their ideas, they lose. So all they can do is shut you up and shut you down so that people can't hear your arguments because they know they're wrong. But yes, look, as long as you want to have, as long as we have free speech, you, you advocate for whatever the fuck you want. As long as I have the, the ability to call you a retard. All right, that's fair enough. There we go. All right, we have 22 questions, and we have seven minutes. How many questions can we answer? All right. Uh, hey, TFM, I remember you asking about your past employer that tried to fire you over work performance, I think. You mentioned that you simply showed him or her your metrics that showed you were the most productive. Uh, do you get your employee metrics exclusively from HR, or do you have access to them yourself? If it's a former, how do you know to trust HR to give you actual measurements? Hold on. It was Buddha, not Jesus. All right, there you go. The other guy. The slightly more jolly one. Um, all right, so I... Okay, here's how I knew I was my metrics were solid, is um, what we were producing, I could actually go... There was a folder. There was a shared folder. This is the military, by the way. But there was a shared folder, and it had every, everyone's name, and it had all the things they produced. And you could go into their folder and you could literally see the projects they were working on. You had like people working on like three, four, five, you know, around that range. I had like 20 in my folder. I was doing 75% of the entire workshop's productivity myself. So when people were giving me shit about stuff like, dude, I'm fucking, I'm a goddamn war hero. I'm carrying this motherfucker. You're all fucking alive because of me. Shut the fuck up. So, yeah. Now, I, I don't know about HR. I don't deal with HR. I don't deal with that shit. Like, I've been fired from jobs before because of some HR bullshit. And as soon as they get rid of me, everything goes to fucking hell. 
And everyone warned, like when that when I did get fired from a job, they let me go. Everything went to hell, and people were begging the boss to hire me back. Like you need to hire him back. Everything's going to shit. He's like, I can't. Oh, there's this big thick file. This woman got a bunch of shit on me to try to get me fired. Um, whatever. You know what? Everyone lost their job. The project failed. Everyone was fired. So yeah, she got me fired because she wanted to be the supervisor, and then she got everyone else fired. Fucking, it's a metaphor for America. Anyway. Uh, let's see. I missed the monkey puppet on the 420 show. Any chance we'll see it again anytime soon? Yeah, okay, so I'm trying to find a way to get DLive to work. Or DTube. Yeah, DTube. So you're supposed to be able to stream on DTube, but when I click the button, it just turns gray, and I don't get a stream key. So I've heard DTube is as fast as Twitch or YouTube because it uses blockchain. Uh, when I used to stream on Gab, I couldn't... The bitrate had to be like 200. So I couldn't use the puppet. I couldn't play video games because it would cause the whole screen to go blurry. So I don't want to get people used to the puppet again because when I change platforms, it may have to go away again. So I'm, now if I go to another platform and it works and I can do it at a decent bitrate... I'll, I'll bring the puppet back and we'll play video games and everything. Everything will be great. But I need I need to know it works. And I need I don't like streaming on YouTube because if I get one strike, I can't stream anymore. And if I lose my YouTube channel, I lose everything. Because that actually happened. My YouTube channel, I got three strikes and I, my, my channel was lost for like a week. But I still had Twitch. So even when I lost YouTube, I could, I could get the message out on Twitch. And then when I lost my Twitch channel, I could get the message out on YouTube. So you need to have different platforms you're active on that way if you get censored on one platform you can go to the other platform however with alex jones that proved even that doesn't work because if they really want to get rid of you they'll all fucking ban you together like hours apart just like oh you're banned you're banned you're banned you're banned and you're fucking done and you had all these different platforms and you're still banned on all of them he got removed off of um his payment processors as well to bring a full circle to what we were talking about he got so kicked. He, he got luckily. He was he was he, big enough to survive on his own. But um, I mean, I posted a video about this. Smaller people like Roosh, he couldn't withstand that. You know, uh, right? Return yeah, of yeah, yeah. Return of Kings. Basically, he couldn't run ads. He couldn't accept donations. He can't run the website anymore. Uh, what's funny about Alex? It's not funny. Alex Jones. He got dropped by Mailchimp, who just basically sends out fucking emails. It's like an email service for like. You know, like, you know, those spam emails you get that say, you know, oh, here's a new deal from this website. That's all it is. They, they banned fucking InfoWars at the same time. So on behalf of chimps, I apologize on behalf of MailChimp for dishonoring chimps everywhere. Fuck you, MailChimp. All right. Um, damn, we're running out of time. We only got two questions out of the way. Oh, you know what? Shit, there, there was a there was a Celestina comment and I was totally... Did I answer it? I don't even remember. I'm kind of I'm kind of sleepy. Did I completely ignore the Celestina comment? I may have. Let me see. Let me. I might be able to pull it up on... There's like a Streamlabs app. Sometimes I can read old comments. Oh, that was the Buddha one. Okay. Sorry, I kind of half remembered a Celestina comment. I wanted to make sure I answered it. All right, um, next question. How does Waifu Workshop work? Can I buy a doll and have it sent to you to do a workshop and then the doll is shipped to me? Yes. Uh, it, or like the ones I've done, like there was the Tracer doll and Haley. Those were canceled orders. So in both those cases, someone canceled the order and Phil sent me the doll to basically promote. And both of them sold. So Haley, um, she has a, a new home now and she's hopefully, you know, giving much love to her new, uh, 
her, she, you know, her new owner. So yeah, whenever Phil has a canceled order, he could send it to me. Or uh, if you order a doll and you want a waifu workshop, you can let Phil know. Or uh, JT, he owns the the US the US site. Uh, let him know that you want to do a waifu workshop. They'll contact me and we'll coordinate. And then you know I'll do the video. Obviously, I'm not going to do anything to your doll. Your doll will be pristine and still have all that shit when when they arrive. Um, and you'll get cosplay and you'll have a, a video and it'll be it'll be fun. So that's how that works. And I don't get docs because they send me the the shipping stickers and stuff. Like I basically say, okay, I'm ready to ship the doll out, and they they coordinate, and then they send me the stuff. So it's cool, good good times. But yeah, so if you want to order a doll for a waifu workshop, just let Phil or JT know when you ordered the doll. All right. Oh, we got maybe one more question. Uh, okay, I'm not. That's uh, that's kind of a question we've already answered. That's a is it gay question. We're gonna skip that. All right. Well, this this is a, this is a good. This is a, a question or it's a comment really. Shout out to feeding the cat and DDJ. We miss you both. And yep. Now, they they may come back. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, cats. His work schedule changed. It's like the middle of the night in the UK. That's why Cat had to leave the show. Uh, he was working nights, which was fine. But now he's not working nights anymore, so we can't do the show anymore. Uh, now, DDJ, he's working on his books. He realized that between making some YouTube videos and doing the podcast twice a week, he he wasn't getting his books done. There's a second book he wanted to finish. And also, his audiobook for his first book hasn't been done yet. So he stepped away from podcasting in order to work on these projects. So, like, not everyone's yeah, a workaholic people, like people me. People don't realize how much time goes into that, into podcasting and making YouTube videos. Yeah, I make it easy. I make it look easy because I'm a workaholic. But not everyone's a workaholic like me. So, I think I also have insomnia. So, do, I'm not a good example of what to do. <laughs> I have I have problems. I just, I use them. I'm like, okay, this, this I'm going to turn this weakness into a strength. I'm going to turn this insomnia and workaholism into fucking a successful social media empire. But most people don't have that kind of time. They have to sleep and have a normal social life. So, yeah. But DDJ and Kat, they're more than welcome to come back. Kat actually, there was a, a holiday recently, and he actually made the show that week. So whenever Kat has the time, maybe... Like, in the holidays are coming, there might be, like, a special Christmas episode... Maybe if Cat and DDJ have the day off of work, they can make the show. Well, I think DDJ is probably going to spend the holidays with his family, so probably not. But we'll see. Probably. You I remember last Christmas, you never know. they had a really great stream um, on, I think it was like Miggy when he was still up, and he had like five, six, seven all on the stream simultaneously because everyone had the holiday off. Yeah, so maybe. Uh, look, yeah, they're not. We didn't have a falling out or anything. It's not like uh, me and DDJ and Cat aren't friends or anything. It's just like sometimes life happens, and you get pulled in different directions. But you know, sometimes you know life takes you in different directions, and then it brings you back together. So you know, we anyway. So that's our show. Sorry for the uh, the people who didn't get their questions answered. I will do a special uh, Marvel after credit scene in the discord server so if you're in the live show room while the credits are playing i will read an, a bonus question for those of you in the discord server 
But shout out to our sponsors. We have four sponsors this week, including a new sponsor. So the Dollhouse, uh, Flying Tigers, Full Extend. And our newest sponsor is a book called Women Have Rights, Men Have Responsibilities. And this book actually came out in like 2010, which is like when MGTOW was just starting, like MGTOW 1.0. And so this guy was like way ahead of his time. And um, the commercial I made for him is pretty retro. I'm pretty proud of it. I made it look like an old like 80s VHS kind of commercial. So uh, shout out to our sponsors. If you want to sponsor the show, just contact me on email. I'm a cheap date. Um, no more than five sponsors per podcast. Once we hit five sponsors, we're going to have to start scheduling them out. But anyway, um, Hermit, thank you for joining me on the show. Do you have any final thoughts for everyone? No, I try to join the stream as often as I can. You know, I always like being here. Even when there's potatoes, you know, it's still fun. Mm. No, great stream. So I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. There you go. And don't you do your own stream after? Like, you kind of do your own thing? Like, as soon as the show's yeah, over? Yeah, I used to... Yeah, before I was on your streams, I used to start them earlier. But I figured I'd just push it back so I could be here. But so yeah, it's, it's like... starting right after. Yeah, so it's kind of like... You know how they... I remember back in the '90s, used to be these shows, uh, like these like these talk shows, where the last segment of one talk show would lead into the next show. So you can think of like um, Hermit's stream as like the fucking the after party, where if you want to keep this party going, just head over to Happy Humble Hermit's channel and check out his stream. Or you can hang out in the Patreon yeah, pit with me while I upload shit. We have it's the same format. We have the call-ins through skype we have call-ins through discord and then i've started doing round tables where i end each stream with just you know five to ten guys just all talking together about specific topics so nice. if you're interested in that hop on over but there you yeah, go awesome stream thanks for having me all right so yeah cool all right so i'll be in the patron pit when i upload thank you guys for hanging out uh shout out to our sponsors and we'll see you next time take care Fellow Americans, today we declare our independence from not only meatbag women, but from having to convert American dollars to British pounds in order to buy love dolls. The Dollhouse is now international, with a new American franchise. DC Dollhouse. If you live in Europe, continue to do business with the Dollhouse, but if you live in America, you can now go to DC Dollhouse where the dolls are priced in US dollars and measured in feet and inches. Now you can browse the Dollhouse's selection of love dolls and enjoy the customer service that the Dollhouse is known for, all without having to pay additional shipping or currency conversion fees. God bless the Dollhouse, and God bless America. Click on the link in the description and get started today. Shilestina here for FullExtend.com, the premier male enhancement and sex toy online shop. They sell all kinds of crazy penis-related creams, pills, and oils. However, the exciting thing is that they offer cheap blow-up and knock-off sex dolls for those who might be thinking about getting a sex doll but are unsure whether it's right for them before dropping thousands of dollars on a premium waifu. Here you can get an inflatable or semi-solid blow-up doll for less than $100. They even have knock-off versions of premium dolls, including my cousin Katie. Hi, I am Katie. I may not be as good as Seelstina, and I may not last as long, but I love you long time. Katie is a little special, but she's a knockoff, so what do you expect?
Obviously some corners had to be cut, but if you've found that premium sex dolls are too expensive for you, maybe the cheaper alternatives at full extend may be right for you. Just remember that if it seems too good to be true, it probably is. Visit the website fullextend.com slash TFM and enter the coupon code TFM at checkout for 5% off your entire order. That's fullextend.com slash TFM for 5% off. Thank you for your time, Katie. Would you like to say goodbye to everyone? Goodbye to everyone. Damn it, Katie. We talked about this. This is Shilestina here to tell you about Flying Tiger's gear. While TFM is preparing his hand-to-hand -hand combat skills, are you getting ready for the coming purge? Here is something you might not have considered. What are you doing to protect your dick? How are you going to repopulate Western civilization once you've purged the cucks and feminists if your balls are damaged? This is why Flying Tiger's gear offers a steel kickboxing cup. Sure, you could use it for martial arts, but let's be real here. When some Antifa dipshit is trying to shank your dick, do you want the only thing between your manhood and cold steel to be a piece of plastic? I didn't think so. You need to protect your dick during the apocalypse, right? So check out Flying Tiger's gear on eBay where they offer the aforementioned steel groin cup, as well as sell lots of martial arts and kickboxing gear if you're into that sort of thing. Thank you for your time. Sweetie, I'm sorry for saying the wrong thing. I thought I was being romantic. How could you say such a thing? I have a right to be angry. Please, can we just calm down and talk about this? Talk about what? You are responsible for my feeling like this. You are responsible for everything that goes wrong in my life. I have the right to behave any way I want to from now on, you insensitive pig. What do you want? I want everything. I want everything. I want everything. Oh, God! I want everything. 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 I want